Hello, I'm the DM, and you're listening to Campaign 2 of Fools and Flagons, The Tales of Archeron. So grab your drinks and raise your glasses. It's time for the Fools and Flagons podcast. I'm not going to lie, I love this little light thing that I got. I thought it was infrared at first. Actually, it's straight up wireless. Little uh, lights that I can turn on and off. Fucking awesome. Okay. Well, hello, everyone. And with that little revelation, uh, welcome to Fools and Flagons. Welcome uh, to a slice of my life. <laughs> This is a tabletop campaign made up entirely by me, where the players do dumb things, the points don't matter, and the rule of cool is king. Ah! And I do try to make sense of everything. Uh, I feel like I'm doing pretty good at it. But tonight, we are continuing the Tales of Archeron. We are, if you're watching us live, that is because scheduling conflicts means that we can't play this weekend, so we're going to go ahead and get it out of the way. So, well, I say get it out of the way. We want to play. We don't want to have to wait another two weeks to... To continue the story here, because we're, we're we're getting into oh, good shit. shit. Um, so gonna go on and breeze through the announcements real quick. Um, we live stream our D and D campaigns every Friday on Twitch, uh, alternating between the Tales of Archeron, like tonight, and Storm King's Chaos, which is done by Zeke down there. Ah. <laughs> Both are available to watch again a week later on our YouTube channel or to listen to in podcast form on most major platforms. On top of streaming D&D on Fridays, we also stream a variety of games during the week with Pez Plays, which unfortunately we didn't do this week because we're doing D&D, uh, and occasionally on the weekends with Metallurgy Magic whenever he's able to find time and people to do stuff with. If you, would like to, if you like what we do and you would like to support us, please consider donating to our coffee page at ko-fi.com forward slash fools and flagons. The links can be found below in the description. The donations are never required, but always appreciated. And all the proceeds from donations, memberships, go straight back into making Fools and Flagons an even better experience. And it helps keep the podcast alive and well. For those of you that are listening in, that's how we're able to do this with your help. If you are watching us live on Twitch, we want to thank you for your follow subscriptions and bits. We do apologize that we cannot verbally recognize them on stream for the sake of not interrupting the story, but your support of us is always appreciated, and let's be honest, one of the players won't be paying attention and will likely reply to you in the chitch, in the titch, the twitch, the twitch chat anyway. You mean what I'm doing right now? E yes, links in the doodly dad. And finally, a big, big thank you to Martyr for being a Tavern patron member over on our coffee page. He's been a longtime supporter of ours, and we appreciate him immensely. If you would like to also be a Tavern patron, you can go to our coffee page, become a member there, and uh, you can have your own little icon at the intro, be right back, and the ending screen, sitting there chilling, getting drinks with Kip Hacks. So, uh, with that being said, a... Kind of quick reminder that with this holiday month, uh, a lot of our schedules are going to be hindering our ability to play in the next uh, couple of weeks. I know at the very least, at the end of the month, I will be not able to play on Friday because of the Liberty Bowl. I believe that's Storm King's Chaos. Um, I'd have to do the math on that. So uh, if you're interested in trying to keep up with what our schedule is going to be like, join the Discord. Links can also be found below there. You're more than welcome to join in, play games with us. We do other things than just D&D, &D, and we welcome anyone and everyone. So if you just want to hang out and lurk, that's a great place to do it. Or, you know, go Turbo Nerd, and someone will have a similar interest to you, I'm sure. Did you just adjust your imaginary glasses? Yes. Okay. Kill him. Yeah, he's dying tonight. I'm the only one in here without glasses. I yeah. just feel like that. Get him! <laughs> what a nerd. 
Okay. Bunch of money, not nerd. Uh, <laughs> any other announcements that anyone has? Anything they want to bring up or talk about? Um, speaking of this month being crazy, next week there will not be any uh, Storm King's Thunder as of right now. Uh, we are currently trying to figure out what to put in place of that uh, for next Friday. But as of right now, there will not be Storm King's Thunder because I will be away. <laughs> So keep an eye out. We may be doing a one-shot, uh, either myself, James, or possibly Metal, depending on who wants to take that up. We're still in discussions about it, but one crisis at a time. <laughs> yeah. Curse you, family functions. No, I'm actually really excited. I get to go see my grandfather, who is 101 as of Jesus. this year. Jesus. Nice. Yeah, still kicking. <laughs> <sighs> if World War II couldn't take him down, I don't know if anything can. <laughs> Definitely not that mountain moonshine you got going there. So, with all that being <laughs> said, uh, let's get started. Grab your drinks, raise your glasses. It's time for Fools and Flagons. Huzzah! I raised my glasses. Oh, mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm having glasses to raise. <laughs> all right. So, recap. Picking up where we last left off. The Tempest had finally made it across the Alboran Sea, defeated a mysterious beast that had supposedly been sent after them, and are now in the Aslanian port city of Chalco. The first stop was to a bathhouse where they could clean themselves up after being on the open ocean for the better part of a month, and some of them were covered in gross, icky, purple monster goo. <clears throat> yep, there he is. <laughs> the jug of many things was passed around, and Pez was a little bit unlucky, falling asleep for what should have been two days. They then found a very uniquely styled inn that pandered to five different regions across the world. First, going to the Takatari wing, Kasumi introduced them all to her culture, and in the process, Zan, being the dick that he is, force-fed Pez some sake, and inadvertently caused the kobold to vomit up the mix of alcohol and the remaining magic brew. Bleh. <laughs> Zahn and Brick stayed <laughs> Zahn and Brick stayed in the Rokasing wing enjoying a night of revelry, fighting and hefty amounts of meat while Kasumi and Pez stayed in the Takatari wing where things were calm, peaceful and quite colorful after a good night's rest they collected their wagon that had been retrieved from the beach ship collected Cassie and began asking around the city for how to get to Chichimek Along the way, they witnessed a fantastical sight, a ship sailing through the air. Perhaps this was a quicker way to get across the Empire than going through the jungle on foot. So, we now rejoin the Tempests as they approach the base of the Koyok Skyport in Aslan, the port city of Chalco. So, what would you all like to do? You, uh... As you're going across uh, what's essentially this small peninsula, there's water to your right and to your left. Uh, there's people up and down the docks trying to sell fish, um, flagging down smaller vessels to come and collect some goods. And you are approaching with Cassie and the wagon, taking up a fair bit of the roadway. Because your, your home is big and Cassie is abnormally sized for a hadrosaur. She's substantial. Uh, and you approach this very, very tall tower with a ship that was 
as big, if not bigger, than the red wave just hovering above you. What would you all like to do? Dibs. <laughs> the rule of dibs. Dibs. He's got dibs. He's got the ship. Says now. Dibs. Yep. <laughs> How do we get up there? Ever since Kalugula. <laughs> um, it's a tower. Uh, I'm going to try to find someone who looks like they are relatively in charge. Okay. Someone in charge. So you um, get closer to the base of the tower. And as you get a, a bit closer, you, you notice about 100 feet or so from the docks, uh, there is a pit surrounded by a bunch of wooden walkways. At first glance, it looks to be a dry dock of sorts, but looking over the edge, the stone that lines the pit seems to be completely dry. On one side of the pit is a crane on wheels set in stone tracks, and on the other side is a very small little hut built into the bottom of a tree. Beautifully colored birds of paradise flock to this tree in particular. They seem to be um, diving in and out of these little openings in the roof, uh, or if they're not going inside the abode, they are, you look up into the boughs of the tree and there's just a kaleidoscope of brightly colored birds. Um, speaking of, what is everyone's position birds. on the wagon? I'm assuming that Pez is on top holding the reins as he usually ends up doing. Uh, the other three of you, where are you? I'm the wagon. Um, walking next to it, to be honest. Unless it's unless it's moving too quick for that. Uh, with how quick you are, you'd be able to keep up with it fairly reliably. <laughs> Brick is probably up in the watchtower looking for who do we go talk to. Okay. But now he's distracted by colorful bullet. Colorful birds. Colorful, bullet. colorful bullets. There's a bullet. Bullets. There's another bullet. <laughs> this one has my name on it, Kling. <laughs> Uh, assume he's probably down in like the living common area looking out the window okay um would you be down by the kitchen looking out the right side or would you be up near uh the the halfway point of the switchback stairs looking through the front bay windows the front bay windows okay that that still gives you a pretty decent view even though most of it is the ass of cassie you're still able to kind of see a fair bit to the uh left and to the right around um so Brick, you being up in the watchtower, um, and Pez, since you're both high up, I need you to make a perception check for me, please. Perception! First rolls of the night. Oh, fuck hell. Twelve. Uh, you said perception? Perception. Ten. Ten. Uh, Brick, you are immediately focused in on those birds you're just like that's where my feathers come from i like the birds <laughs> uh pez you are equal parts interested in looking around but also trying to keep cassie from running over some important uh, some potential unfortunate soul that may cross in front of her and you know make barely a speed bump um but you get closer to the base of the tower and you see uh, off to the side, there seems to be a, a little door that opens up, and a curious little figure steps out. Um, they have small little legs, darkly colored arms, uh, very f 
poofy flowing fabric around them. Uh, they have a oddly carved staff that seems to swirl and yet be jagged at the same time. And they're wearing a relatively featureless mask of white with brownish sort of horns coming out the top and off to the side with... Um, you're unsure if they are plant fronds or maybe they're just really big feathers that come off the back of the headdress. And as soon as this figure steps out from the base of the tower, uh, four or five birds from the little tree hut come soaring over and land upon the horns as the figure walks across the roadway towards the home. Real fast. This is the tower that we've been looking at the whole time. Correct. Sky the Koyok okay. Tower. This figure, they're walking towards us, like, with an intent to stop or an intent to get run over. You're kind of still heading towards the tower, and the door on the side opens up, and they are crossing in front, heading towards the tree. Mario Kart oh. rules, baby! Run his ass over! <laughs> red shell, red shell, red shell! I'm going to swerve out of the way, make sure I don't hit them, and... I don't know, just observe the birds upon them. So I, I, I'm focused on the birds. I don't notice this dude at all. Okay. Um, you start to turn Cassie a little off to the side just to make sure that Fire. you don't collide with the, uh, with the small figure. And Zon, you have to take a quick kind of hop to the side as the... As what's the hell? <laughs> Traffic. Um, straight line. <laughs> uh, the figure hears the exclamation, and you can see the headdress do a bit of a double take as it kind of looks over lazy, looks back, and then kind of whips back and looks more towards Cassie than anything else. Um, and the figure swiftly approaches, uh, walking at a brisk pace. They don't. It's hard to tell if they're mad or excited because you can't really see their face but um, the figure eventually gets a bit closer and at this point the rest of you can see them and I will share yay picture oh oh that's cool bam that chick's small they look awesome like a tribal midna or something so they they approach and Pez, you're, you're familiar with this because you've done it before as well. They seem to be grunting and groaning towards Cassie, who stops even against your urging and turns her head towards them. And you can hear the... Uh, Kasumi, you can even feel the resonating uh, voice of Cassie coming through the wagon as the your large hadrosaur pauses and seems to be conversing with this small figure. Mm. Uh, how I... far away am I? Oops, sorry, go ahead. No. Mm -mm. I would assume that you're just walking in line with the wagon, so 10, 15 feet away. I'm going to sneeze and cast um, Speak with Animals. Shoo! I know all! <laughs> I... I'm not quite sure that uh, that's a proper spell component, but it's funny, so I'll let it slide. Are you trying to be sneaky? <laughs> I'm trying to cover up that I'm casting a spell with a sneeze. Roll a sleight of hand check. Okay. Yes, 
roll a sleight of hand check with your mouth. <laughs> 13 plus 4 is 17. 17. You're you're able to speak with animals. Interestingly enough, you still really only hear Cassie's side of the conversation. Um, but you can hear her going, uh, I like it here. It's humid and warm. And there's lots of things to see. You can see the, the head kind of looking up and around as one of the birds sort of flies past her face and comes back and lands on the, uh, the antlered headdress the figure seems to be wearing. What you talking about? The large head lifts up and twists around to look at you. Oh, this nice one is introducing herself to me, says I'm pretty and the biggest she's ever seen. I mean, that is true. Could point this out. Zahn's just standing there, like, all he hears is, <laughs> and Zahn's just like. Now imagine so that with a high pitched, nasally country boy accent from the driver's seat. <laughs> yeah, like, like, what, I'm, what I'm picturing is Cassie is a tuba, like a contrabass tuba, and Pez is just a Cornish horn. You're a kazoo. Okay. <laughs> um, um, go ahead, sorry. I, I was just going to like take a look at this figure and say, Sup. Hello. Can I help you? No, just talking to your friend. I can, I can see that. I can hear that. She's very nice. That she is. Uh. Hi, I'm Laxto. Hi. How do you spell that? L-A-X-T-O. How many of these episodes am I going to be tempted to call? How do you spell that? <laughs> you said L-A-X-T-O. L-A-X-T-O. Um, she goes, hi, I'm Laxo. Who are you? What's your name? What's her name? I'm, I'm, What's your... And you, you hear her swap immediately to the... <laughs> she goes, oh, Cassie. Got it. I'm, I'm Pez. Um, Hello. That's a big home. It is. I am Brick. Oh, yeah. oh, shit. Where did you come from? Your statue is talking. He does that. I am not a statue. I am he the is. golem. Generation Zero life enchanted machine. Statue. You have a really cool statue. <laughs> There's also that thing down there by us, the blue one. You see the, the headdress kind of dip down and all the birds scatter off as their tips sideways and she's looking down between... No, the birds! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> between Cassie's legs, she goes, Hello! How's <laughs> uh, The head kind of comes back up. So, she's kind of rocking back and forth on her feet, balance, balancing mostly with the staff. Can you help us? Maybe. We, we, we're, we're looking to travel by that. And I point up at the whips, ship. Whips, just like straight 90 degrees back and looks up and goes, 
Oh. Well, that'll cost you. Where are you going? Where you want to go? Chichimec. Oh, no, 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 no. Can't go there. Need permission? I have permission. I was born, well, created there. I don't believe the words of strangers. So. Can we send a message? I mean, I'm not going to stop you. No, I mean, like, is there a way for you guys to send a message to confirm our permission? I don't think that they work out, Brett. Oh. What? Yes, I sorry. do. Do you work out? Oh, sorry. I'm in charge of this guy for it. Oh, you are? Oh. Nice oh. to meet you. A doy. And the birds come flocking back to the headdress after she seems to settle down a little bit. Yay, birds. <laughs> Good night. Um, re if, if you would be so kind as to reach out to Entomatical Chimali, my creator, he can confirm that we have permission. <laughs> you you hear a little giggle snore. like, <laughs> yeah, you said it funny. My tongue is a little stiff in our in my native language. You don't well, have, you a doy, don't you're have a statue. Tongue. It's a miracle your tongue can work at all. He does mm. not have a tongue. It was a figure of speech. Um. A question. Call him. Oops, sorry. Go ahead. Hmm? Is so is the window open up in the like lookout tower? Uh, the lookout tower that Brick is in does not have windows. It's basically it just, it's just a short circular wall around with pillars supporting a roof. But the, okay. the, the bay windows where you have been sitting, those do open. Okay. Well, Kasumi's had like her face like glued to the glass, like <laughs> trying to see if she could figure out what's going on. Um, but since we're clearly having a full conversation with whatever this thing is... She is going to open the window, change into fox form, and trot herself up there to stand by Cassie. Okay, so you open the window, you jump out, land little dainty-like, all your tails sort of splayed out, and you immediately just get this sense of all eyes are on you, and you just hear a, whoa. She likes to show off, apparently. <laughs> She just she just trots up to Cassie and just, she just plops her butt down in the grass and just like sticks her nose in the air. I like you guys. You're cool. <laughs> you have fun things. I don't get to see things like this often. Ah, the... wait! Don't you wait? How does that work? You you literally run a place that has flying boats. Well, yeah, but they don't come that big or with that many tails. Wait, how to Or a docking statue. Didn't we just talk about having a boat that's bigger than the boat we came in on flying in the air? She gestured to Cassie. Oh, oh, okay. okay Sorry. Okay. I'm just sitting here like... This <laughs> Uh... Well... Yeah, if you can get written permission from Amantecato Chamali, then sure. Yes, um... Brick, which one's that? that that's the turtle. Oh, okay. Uh, who has the message book? Or uh, sending 
Book of Cindy. Consuming barks. Uh, not uh, get brick. Yes. Uh, none of us have that book. No, she gave it to us before she left. Kasumi, I know you like being in Fox form, but we kind of need you to turn back so we can get the book from your other form. <laughs> you just hear like an exhale. Just <laughs> <laughs> please. Um, is is it? jump distance enough for her to get up on the seat where Pez is? No, the seat is almost just, a, a story and a half up off the ground, if not Seeing that she's up. trying to get up, can I mage hand, like, pick her up by the, <laughs> pick her up, like, under and just like If you want to let her go up. Or if you want to let yep. him pick you up. Okay. Pick her up. I'll just she's, mage hand. Well, she's, like, getting mm. down to, like, test, like, the distance. Uh -oh. I mean... What I could also do, like, we could use your mage hand and my mage hand as little stepping stones. So I was going to say, I think the fox would be a little heavier than five pounds. Oh, dear lord. Ten pounds. Zana's so going to walk over, hands. grab the Kasumi, and throw her up. Jesus. So as, as Pez and Brick are working out the details of how to, like, jointly mage hand, Pez, beside you, just hear... <laughs> so he's just oh. thrown out there and just like perfectly lands all four feet just on the seat <laughs> and then she's gonna transform back into human form just now sitting dainty with her legs crossed on the, the bench and she's gonna reach in to get the, the journal oh. okay um <laughs> I guess just ask the chamale if he can send a I said the chim. What did I did I say that wrong? <laughs> what is it? The, what, how the, am I pronouncing it wrong? No, the tamale. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I mean, his name is Chamali. His title <laughs> is Amantecato. I get it mixed up every time. I that's keep thinking why his title is Chim uh, that's Chimale. That's why I'm laughing. It's like, oh yeah, the Chamale. <laughs> I didn't know you liked tamales, Brick, but I can ask for him. No, Chamale. Can you, ask, can you ask Master Chamale to send some sort of official form of signature so that they can know we have permission? Break, why don't you send it since you actually know who he is? Okay, toss me the book. Be nice to it. I, I like you, magic items. You know Assume how to write, it's a correct. book. I, yes. Okay, I'm just double checking. I mean, because you're only like what a couple months old. That's Kis hurtful. Kasumi, he has literally been in the library longer than like all of us combined by like ten times. Okay, he that can read, but I didn't say he could write. Well, if you can read, you have to obviously know how to write. No, recreate the letters. <laughs> we we just need to make sure that we put the book into slot A, and then on his touchscreen, hit slot A to print from. Do you have enough printer ink? Are you saying he's a photocopier? <laughs> he just comes out his mouth. <laughs> it's a big ass CVS receipt. <laughs> you good on toner? Sans gonna look at Lexa. Sorry, if you are super organized all the time, as you can clearly see. She's completely started ignoring you and is back talking to Casket. What? Oh, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> 
She hands the book over to Frank. I just wanted to make sure you wouldn't accidentally conjure something or, you know, write down a spell in some weird language. So, here you don't go. Don't me. Please don't. <laughs> I'll take the book and write a quick message to the point of need uh, to go by Skyport to visit. Please give official signature or insignia that we can, uh, that we have permission. Thank you, Brick. <clears throat> Um, P.S. Please respond as soon as possible. <laughs> you Okay, so you finish writing out your message, you rip the page out, send it off using the incantation on the back of the, <clears throat> the cover. Uh, the little dragon, painted dragon, comes to life, wraps around the page, and kind of gives a little <laughs> at you, and then just <clears throat> vanishes. Um, Bye, Mushu. I don't think that dragon likes you. I don't know why. <laughs> Give me the book back. Question: Do I have the jug at this at this time? You do not. Give me the jug back. What are you Make... talking about? <sighs> do I have the jug? I don't remember. Make, make a perception check, Brick. Okay. Shit. What do you mean? It's nine. Nine? You don't know that it's gone. You haven't checked. I check real quick because I know you, how the shit works. You don't know to know that it's gone. You just assume well, that it's in there. Either way, if you, for it. you <laughs> did with your, your perception backpack, check. Damn it! If you're reaching Fine, in your backpack, back. I'm gonna steal it. Fine, I get the book back. <laughs> okay. I was prepared to yank it from your hands. <laughs> What would you do if Brick just like? <laughs> LB slot B, mouth. not slot A. I need to find a self-destruct button. It's like pops open a, like a hatch and just. Yoink. <laughs> anyway, let you hear an answer from this. Probably a minute. A few minutes go by. Meanwhile, the little um, Blackstow is still conversing with Cassie, who has settled down and gotten their, their face kind of nice and close to them. Uh, at one point, you see the little figure, like, opens up Cassie's mouth and seems to be leaning in to inspect the teeth. And um, Pez, make an insight check. I was hoping that I could do that. <laughs> Where the hell's my insight? Uh, 18 plus 2, 20. 18, um, or dirty 20, actually. Uh, they definitely seem to be um, inspecting Cassie for health. Um, definitely giving off sort of druidic vibes, especially with their ability to speak with animals and just their general um, affinity towards them as birds come and go from the top of her head and that Cassie seems to be completely and totally at ease with this complete stranger. Um, you're really not... You're getting more of a, um, like, fanatical, obsessed vibe versus anything that's really dangerous. Like, they're just wholeheartedly an animal person. Manic. Okay. Yeah, that, thank you. Good word. Good choice. Thank you. Am I able to determine what they are? Like, are they human? Uh, with that role, um, you definitely get a sense that they are very well versed and experienced. Um, so definitely not a child. 
they are too short to be a human, but too tall to be a gnome. They're probably a halfling of some sort. Hmm. And as you're kind of making all these connections and all, what are the rest of you doing? While Brick just goes from birds, birds, waiting for the paper, birds, <laughs> birds. Zon's probably acquiring just watching. birds. <laughs> Zon's probably just watching Blackstow, just like she's really fascinated with the dinosaur. <laughs> yep. You stand there, arms like not upset, arms crossed, but just like patiently waiting, kind of arms crossed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, few minutes go by, and uh, there's a slight little at Kasumi as the uh, dragon reemerges and sticking out, the, uh, sticking out of the corner. You can see that a, a corner of the page is sticking out, misplaced from the rest of the inline attached pages. Um, Pulls it out. Uh, you pull it out and read upon it um, the, the words written, Glad you are here. Hope your journey was safe and not terribly exciting. My signature and my stamp below should get you the passage you need. And then down towards the very bottom, P.S., you'll still need to pay to travel. Okay. I'll she hands it over to, to Brick. Here you go. Blackstow! You... You hear a muffled, yeah, what? Before the head pulls out from the mouth. Like, she was in there. <laughs> I just pulled up the page. Ta-da! You see her kind of lean over, let go of the mouth, stomp forward, and you see the hand kind of like go up to the eyes of the mask. I can't read it. Oh, uh, I may hand it down to her. <laughs> she kind of does the, the, the gimme hands. Until it finally gets to her and she kind of holds it and you see her kind of like leaning to one side to get like her eye kind of centered on the page. She goes, oh, so you weren't lying. Um, that would be lie. She kind of like leans back with the page still held and goes, well, I don't know. <laughs> a lot of people want to go to Chi Chi Mac, but they're not allowed. Here you go. I mean, she hands it to you, Zon, and like just about lets it go before you're even close to like actually grabbing. You kind of like have to scramble to to get it. And you, you notice that she walks back over to where Cassie was and somehow her stick is just sitting straight up on the ground, like not even buried in, just sort of there. She kind of like waves on and goes, okay, come on. Grabs her stick and starts uh, walking back towards the tower. Uh, you, Zon, you'll see a little mage hand come down and be like, Grab you for the paper. <laughs> Go away. Go away. <laughs> it might be that. I shall keep for safekeeping. 20 gold. <laughs> Father, now is not the time. Uh, Zon, can you move your microphone just a little bit closer? I <laughs> what? God oh, damn it. <laughs> I should have expected as much. It's right here in front of me, okay? <laughs> it was just a teensy bit quiet, that's all. You're good. Um, I, I will re begrudgingly hand over the piece of paper. Thank okay. you. So after a little tiny sibling slap fight, hands the page back over. Um, so you follow after Blackstow, I'm assuming? 
I hope so. <laughs> okay. Just All randomly right. just walks off in another direction for no <laughs> just like, reason. <laughs> follow me. Let's go that way. <laughs> so you you follow after Laxto. And uh, she walks past the door that she entered from and goes around the uh, far side of the tower. And it's about a, a minute or two. The, the base of the tower is quite large. And it takes you about a minute or two to get to the other side of it. And when you get there, you notice that there are a pair of very, very large double doors uh, that seem to, at the same time, have a ramp that goes down all the way to the bay and also has a walkway over top of it that looks like it might be able to either hinge up or be removed. Um, hmm. She walks up to the door and you, you see her reach out with the staff and give it two solid thumps and a breath or two goes by and the large doors begin to just creak open. They're very, very slow. And as they're opening, she looks towards you and the wagon and Cassie Mm. Yeah, yeah. Maybe 350 gold pieces to transport you, your cargo, all the way to Chichimec. Done. What if we let you pet King for three hours? It, she was inside of her. <laughs> hey, be nice. <laughs> All that came to my head was the 16 lineup that is a little gay dude. <laughs> uh, yeah. Does people want to split this or am I paying? Uh, <laughs> not other than Brick, who just dropped 20 something hundred gold. <laughs> I has money. I has money too. Do you want to split this? Sure. Okay. I, I appreciate you both. 20 gold. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and I, I, I just pull out twenty gold and start pelting him with it one point at a time. It's a decent way to pass the time as the doors slowly open, and even Laxo seems to be kind of letting out little giggle snorts as you're just watching coin after coin be tossed down, and Zon just. As he, as he starts catching them, I actually start to try like beam him in the face with it. <laughs> Uh, anyway. <laughs> I catch them. Oh. <laughs> Jackie Chan with chopsticks. No, just two fingers. <laughs> anyway. Eventually, uh, the payment is given. Um, she kind of calls out to someone inside. It's still kind of hard to see. There's just a, like a stark difference in lighting as the doors are still being opened. Um, but eventually, uh, another halfling comes out and you see her kind of talking back and forth. Brick, you would understand it because it's in the Aslan language. Um, basically saying, uh, don't let that big ship go just yet. We're gonna get these guys on there and, um, get them passes to Chichimec and then they can go back to Quathal. And you see the other halfling kind of look at her and look at them and look back and Back to you and back to Laxto. Well, Chamali said so. And he goes, oh. kind of nods his head and kind of heads back inside and 
Um, she looks over and waves you guy or waves you all on as the doors finish opening up. And uh, as you go inside, the interior of the tower is like a vertical warehouse. There are lifts and shelves that go all the way up and down. You see the little halfling that had been there before is riding one of the lifts all the way up towards the top, where you would assume is where the cargo goes to be uh, put onto the airships and be taken off. Uh, so it explains how things get to the top of the tower. Cool. Yeah. She's like, this way. Come to me. Come to me. Come to me. Um, Tess, mm-hmm. How do you think Cassie's going to handle being really high up in the sky? Yeah. I do you don't have know. a way to calm her? Just Does anyone have a sleep spell? I got a gun. No. That is I'm a forever sorry, sleep, Cassie. sir. No, just be, I guess, just be prepared because I've seen animals freak out when they're not in their normal habitat. I am prepared. Okay. <laughs> you also uh, do recall that even after the battle with Satyr's grasp, Cassie wasn't really freaking out. She's like, this sucks. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were going to say something there, Zon. I'm waiting. (laughs) Okay. So Laxto waves you on and gets you uh, positioned in the center of the room. And when she finally tells you to stop, she goes, uh, Okay, uh, you're going to have to unhitch Cassie there or she won't fit. Are you calling Cassie fat? No, it's just too long to have the that and her. All at once. Oh, okay. Paz, I cannot do that. Be your And You calling me skinny? Yes, you are very skinny. Well, thank you. I'm <laughs> working on my figure. <laughs> Alright. I unhat hitch her. Unhat her? <laughs> yep. Where did you get that hat, young lady? <laughs> Uh, as you go and unhitch Cassie, you um, see a fair bit of movement on the inside. There's some humans, a dwarf, a uh, fair few halflings. Uh, you even see a, a good handful of half-orcs in there. They're all big, burly, well-built, um, and they seem to be coming along and strapping down the wagon to keep it from moving. Um, weirdly, it seems like they've done this a few times now. And they, they have a method. They don't seem puzzled or even phased by um, your wagon home being anchored down. And before you know it, unless you're riding, unless you're on the wagon at the moment, you watch as it starts to go up with the platform. Um, um Bye. I actually had a quick question. Do any of the orcs or anyone helping have like a collar or anything on? Uh, make a perception check. I was sitting on the bench with Pez, so I guess we're going up. <laughs> well, yep. yep. So wait, Brick now. Brick unhi- unhitched Cassie. No, Me. Pez did. Oh, so Pez is down with Cassie then. Oh. Oh, so it's just me. And Brick. I yeah, I don't think I ever got off. So it's just 
Bye. Timmy's <laughs> holding on for dear life right now. It's just like, there's no seatbelts. <laughs> You'll be fine, Kasumi. Just don't fall off or you might die. You don't even know What's what seatbelts seat are. Yeah, seatbelts yeah. are a thing. What's a seatbelt? <laughs> Straps that go across your lap. They don't have invented those yet. That seems way too safe. <laughs> Zon, as you're saying that, you go, write that down, write that down. <laughs> you should never be great never for something. <laughs> uh, I finally rolled good on our perception check. 21. 21. Um, you see three, maybe four beings with not so much a collar, but they seem to have identical looking um, armbands. Hmm. All right. So, um, so as Kasumi and Brick ascend, um, Pez, Zahn, and Laxto are <clears throat> down below. So, how do we get up? We ride. Well, uh, you are too small for me, Pez. Cassie's <laughs> got to wait for the lift to come back down. You guys, if you want. She points over to an unused lift. Go use that one. I'm staying here, this Cassie and Paz. Yeah, I'm, I'm staying here. Yeah, we can fetch. It's not a big deal. Plus, I'm pretty sure you want to, you know, talk to Cassie a little more. Yeah. <laughs> she almost immediately starts talking to Cassie again. Uh, uh, so, uh, Brick and Kasumi, it, it takes a while for the lift to get all the way up there. It's a relatively slow process. Um, and you, as you're going up, you get occasional glimpses through windows in the side of the tower in between some of the crates. And uh, it doesn't make you feel very good, Kasumi. You, you are getting quite high up into the air. Eventually, you do reach a large square hole in the ceiling where the lift seems to be going up into. And once you get up towards the top, you can see now that, uh, kind of like the tower in the wagon home, there's no walls up here. There are pillars with a large domed roof over the side. And if you weren't able to see the trees in the distance, it would seem like a normal dock at the sea. There's the large ship you had seen come in that seems to be very gently rising and falling and shifting slightly. And there's a whole bunch of workers that seem to be pulling things off, putting crates on. There are cranes. There's people lifting things by hand, either by themselves or with anywhere from groups of two to four lifting things all at once. Um, it's a fairly bustling area for how small it is in relation to everything else. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to probably hop off and whoever's getting this wa this uh, huge wagon off the platform, I'll help them roll it off. Okay. Uh, you get down from the tower and you open the front door and you see one of the workers uh, working to unstrap the wheel, kind of flinch. Ah! And he kind of like looks at you, looks back down, and is just kind of embarrassed by being startled and starts working even harder to get the thing away <laughs> as you hear like one or two chuckles in the distance 
as someone seems to be laughing at uh, the little jump scare you unintentionally did. Um, sorry. We have uh, special straps to strap it down to the ship so that it doesn't roll around. I can show you how to use them. You hear one person say, we don't tell you how to do your job. Uh, can I see who said that? <laughs> By the time you look around, whoever has said it doesn't seem to be making eye contact with you. All right. Um, they're right there. If you need them. As you were, okay, <laughs> as you're saying this, you, you hear the creaking of wood and you look towards the front of the wagon and uh, a trio of Goliaths seem to have picked up the yoke and are just pushing it. I'm hopping off. <laughs> <laughs> There's a stupid Goliath. <laughs> She's like, nope, I'm out. <laughs> as soon as it starts to move, you see a flurry of silks and tails just leap off and land just a little... Oh, hi. <laughs> I don't like this. Well, should have thought of that before we decided to go this way. You wanted to go this way. Oh, come I... on. The ground is really far away. Yes. And? Don't like this. I'm used to being short and close to the ground, and now I'm nowhere close to it. If you fall off, I'll just send Mortar after you. He, I think he has enough strength to fly you around. No! <laughs> Thinking now, like, if Zod just sees Kasumi falling 700 feet out of the air and just cast command, stop right before she hits the ground. <laughs> oh boy, didn't know about it like that before. <laughs> <laughs> no, she does a little double jump. To... <laughs> okay. I just, uh, I didn't want to be on that thing and then I guess we're supposed to get on that boat over there. Uh, I believe so. That is also floating yes. in the sky. Magic. It's very cool. Mm, yes, it's magic, but this is not normal. What about magic is normal? <laughs> magic is large. normal to you guys, all things considered. That's true. Right, but floating ships... She's, she's very, very clearly nervous. You could float if you knew the proper spell. I know how to use it, but I don't want to have to use it. But that's why you have it? I have it so I don't die. Yes, have it and hope to not use it. That's how that saying goes, right? Yeah. Okay, I don't know when they're going to get up here, but I don't know what we're supposed to do until then. Did we make it up to the ship? Uh, the wagon has been pulled off and towards the ship. Um, Brick and Kasumi, you see the halfling from before that had been talking to Laxto. Uh, seems to be talking to another gentleman that is wearing a very ornate uh, gold belt that has long feathers and appears to have some sort of cloth behind it. Um, he has bracers. He's not wearing a shirt of any kind, but he does have another kind of really ornate gold collar around the upper part of his chest. Uh, and they're talking back and forth, and the little halfling is pointing towards the wagon as it's being wheeled towards it. 
and uh, you see the other person kind of snap his head back, give a little tilt, and say something that you can't quite hear. And the little half and kind of nods his head and kind of looks towards you two. Then you begin to hear the creaking and groaning of the lift behind you start to go down, which Kasumi might give you a bit of a fright that's like, oh shit, am I standing on it still? <laughs> she jumps a little. <laughs> uh, Would you like to go into fox form and rest on my shoulders or something? Do you promise not to do anything crazy? I promise not to do anything crazy without your permission first. Okay. Boo brick boo. <laughs> she she you can tell she like really had to second guess and ponder if she really wanted to do that. She decided to hop into fox form and she's currently sitting at your feet, just bolting, like just staring everywhere to see if someone else is gonna come up and actually step on her. I will I will pick her up and put her on my shoulder that that is very wide and should be at that brick's size, wide enough for you to curl up on, I would assume. You might get a, a tail in your face now and then. Just... Ah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I do not have a nose, but I can understand why this is distracting. Um, Pez and Zahn, I know Pez is slightly distracted, but um, soon enough, you see the lift coming back down. It seems to be coming down faster than it went up, as uh, gravity likes to do to certain things. Eventually, it comes down to to rest, and uh, Laxto urges the three of you on board, and she joins you, seeming to be ready to ride it up as well. Um, again, you hear the groaning speech as Laxto speaks to the... Um, to the hadrosaur and you see cassie and her immensity just kind of sit down like a dog and just kind of sit and wait and as the lift lurches back up again and starts to ascend um cassie seems fairly unperturbed hey um do we get like any frequent flyer points for this i don't know what that is what are you talking? What are you talking about? Is this? I don't. I mean, to be perfectly like honest with you, this is all kind of new to us. We've only uh, we've only really been doing this for a couple months now. So um, actually, let's back up for a second. So, how the hell does all of this work? Magic. Okay, bro, it's kind of my fault for saying that. How does like? Is it like? Is there like something? A contraption in the boats that makes it fly, or are you know, people? I don't like... know. I'm really only in charge of what comes in, goes on, comes out by sea or by air. Well, only by sea, but now it's by air as well. How how'd you land a job like this? Um, I'm really good at predicting the weather. That's fair. Yeah, I can see well. Could and sometimes I cheat. <laughs> so, have you had any accidents? 
Well, I mean, a lot of ships sink. That's... Zahn looks through, goes through his memories, like, what spells did I take today? Mm, concerning. So, yeah, ships sink. How does that work with the sky boats? Oh, we haven't had any of them go down. Oh, thank God. Okay, no, that's much more. Okay, never mind. I feel a lot better now. <laughs> Plus, I'm, I'm pretty sure that if a a boat in the sky is sinking. That would be more like like you're, you're riding a pterodactyl. The P is silent. Did you know that? You're riding yeah. one of those. Yeah. Z see? Z Z Z pterodactyl? Silent. Anyway. You know, weirdly it, enough, even in Aslanian, there's a silent letter or two in there. See? Look at that. Yeah. But I'm, I'm pretty sure, like, when, when it flies down and crashes, I have seen one of them like explode into fire. Although then again, the orcs so were just using them as. just gonna reach over and cover Pez's mouth. Shut. Pez, we're not going to talk about that at all. <laughs> well, we haven't had one of these go down yet, but uh, so long as you don't go out over the water, she'll be fine. So Seto doesn't get mad. So wait, so who doesn't get mad? Seto. Seto doesn't like things flying over the water would you like it if someone completely circumvented your domain it's kind of like cheating so you're asking if i would care if somebody didn't pester me while doing what they're doing because yes i would care yes. very little i would care very little to be completely honest then you don't understand gods. I understand some better than you think. You just, uh, you just hear you a do. call from up above. I do. I... <laughs> You're weird and furry. Is that a mask? No. You should go see. My... Is this... What? No. What? <laughs> but he's distracted. He's looking at Pez like, why would you tell us? You, you feel a little like... <laughs> pinch and pull as she ah. just like just like right up and just like goes for the cheek just <laughs> why would you do that those are my cheeks I you told me to cheeks. no I I am Zahn I am the heron god I'm the rabbit bunny man I've never seen a rabbit your size or talking normally because I can talk to everything yeah me either yeah. but uh I do talk to other things and, um, yeah, okay. <laughs> murder hobo. I am, I am uh, not a murder hobo. Hmm. And my, okay, well, okay, to be fair, my mother and my father both taught me how to be murder hobos. But what do you think Quancaro and Valkyrie would, you know, teach me? I don't know who that first one is. So it is my father. My statement still stands. My, I'm, I'm with her. I, I've literally told you about my father before, Pez. I'm with her. <laughs> anyway, it'll probably take you about mm, three days, which is really good. Not, Otherwise, it would take about a bad. month. That's a long time. Yeah. Which, if we ever like to go by cart. Yeah, go by foot. 
So cool story about that. Plaza Quattle, he put a magic spell on the uh, whole empire as a whole so that uh, everything outside the cities has kind of expanded. So you're going to see some weirdness when you get up high. So when you say expanded... Like big. So, so like the country is bigger on... What I'm, what I'm guessing is like inside. bigger animals and like more... Teeth? Big, bigger teeth? He's on his cross-eyed well, trying to fucking understand this. She kind of looks up at Cassie and goes, They don't all come like that. Sorry, like her. She's big. Yeah. Really big. <laughs> and you actually... Would you be able to determine how she got that big? She kind of looks at you and seems to be just still for a moment. And then without looking away, she just goes, puts her hand on Cassie. And you see a brief little greenish glow coming from her tiny, tiny little fingers. Yes. Nothing weird, just big. <laughs> it's not magical. But Cassie is definitely magical. She is. She is a, she is a wonderful couple, and she is full of wonderful, happy magic. She has no magic in her. Squeeze, squeeze. <laughs> what, is it, what is it with your characters being small and when to squeeze things? Hi. I am learning something about myself. <laughs> it's around this time that you the lift rises to the top and uh, you see that the cart is being loaded up onto the ship. It is just now kind of tipping over that final edge and going down out of sight onto the floating ship. And uh, Brick is standing there slightly off to the side with Kasumi on his shoulders. <clears throat> Brick. Yes? Why is Kasumi on your shoulder? She apparently does not like the height. So she went up higher. I am providing moral support. A very secure place. Uh, so Kasumi is afraid of heights. She's got one paw over her later. eyes. Don't, don't, don't write that down. That, that's illegal. You can't write that down. <laughs> She's got one paw over her eyes. <laughs> Ironically, so is my brother. And I know quite a few ways to torture that poor fool. <laughs> where do we... Um, stars next to that. Where, where do we park Cassie? Like, where, where's she going? She going by the wagon? Oh, um, and you kind of see her look around and see the uh, the, the uh, gentleman that the other halfling had been speaking to. She kind of gives a bit of a whistle from behind the mask, makes eye contact and points up at Cassie and he gives a bit of a nod, snaps his fingers twice, and some more workers come over and uh, they, they come over with some generally sized, um, what do you call the things that goes over horses' faces? Uh, bridles. Oh. Um, they'll they'll take care of Cassie. They're they're really good with animals. They do this all the time. 
They used to do it on boats. Now they get paid a lot more because they get paid per trip. So they can do this now. So. Huh. Intriguing. Yep. Okay, have a good trip. And she just Thank you. turns and walks off and heads for one of the smaller lifts and you just see the little colorful dip out of sight. Okay, bye. It is nice that we now know a druid. Mm-hmm. You saying we literally talked to her. How is, and? How does that does it just constitute knowing someone? She's we were introduced. Like, she knows our names and we know her name. Technically, we we know a lot of people. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I'm sorry. No. She's going to remember Cassie, not us. Yeah. Yeah. We're we're just. We ever need to get in. We ever ever need to get in contact with her. We sent her a note from Cassie. Just get her to sign it with her foot, which take up the entire fucking page. (laughs) I'd argue, but to be completely honest, it makes sense. Totally's gonna work. Well, so <laughs> us and Kasumi having ein fox life crisis, yeah. I give heads everybody. Bridges. Everybody good to go? Yep. <clears throat> I hope you're you muted. Oh, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna have to break Kasumi out of the fear of the heights. Nim, can you give us a good ha 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 ha? There it is. <laughs> so how do we break out of a fear of heights? Uh, we don't, and I start walking toward the boat. <clears throat> Zahn is just going to sit there, just stroking his chin while he walks behind, thinking. <laughs> okay. As you Attempt, walk attempted past to towards... put protection of good and evil on her, <laughs> just to defend her <laughs> from Zahn. <laughs> As you walk past, heading towards the ship, uh, the one that seems to be in charge looks towards you, gives a, a single thump of his chest with his fist and kind of gives a nod. Hello. Uh, I'll talk to him in uh, the Aslan tongue. And, uh, <laughs> greetings. He kind of tilts his head and seems a bit surprised to hear it. He goes, we can speak in common tongue for your companions who look like they don't belong. Oh, I don't yes. Oh, I, I mean no offense. Oh. All the offense. But, uh, but the inn had so much Rokasine stuff. And the nice other lady is also from Rokasine. Looks like everyone belongs here. I can speak in Aslanian only if it makes you feel more comfortable. No, that's, that's fine. Common works. You see him kind of like slowly blink and shake his head. Uh, well, I am Potley. I am in command of this vessel. How do you spell that? P A T. You fucker. P A T L E E. Thank you. Stop grinning. <laughs> what did you do? So, <laughs> what the fuck? So, <laughs> Zahn's just sit here and, and like looking at the boat, 
looking at the guy, and just looking at breaking Kasumi, then looking down at Pez, and just going through his head, it's like, should we mention that interdimensional or inner realm creatures are just not happy of our existence before we get on this boat? No. <laughs> no. They'll find out. It just gives them the look of, like, should we? And they see the gnomes, like, mm, okay. <laughs> Rich just looks at mm-mm. <laughs> are there any weapons on the boat? That's a great question. <laughs> are Are you asking Potley, or are you... I'm looking around. Okay. Um, yes, because your group is anything but discreet. <laughs> um, the uh, the captain looks to the four of you, or I guess three of you, because he doesn't realize Kasumi is, you know, not Person. a pet. Um, <laughs> you are welcome to board. It will be a new... Um, and he pauses for a moment, seems to be kind of trying to think of the right translation. It would be a few hours to get old cargo off, new cargo on, but we will make headway. Thank you. Yeah. We were told not to make a pit stop, but you... And he kind of looks at Brick and then kind of tilts his head and looks more towards peasants on... <laughs> You will get to see Capital City, but we will unfortunately not stop. Oh, okay. Okay. I look to them. I, I look to both of them. We could always come back after our... Well, after we're done making sure I don't die. Yeah, once you're fixed. Yeah. Yes. You see him... Please do not die on my vessel. That is paperwork I do not want to have to do. <laughs> oh, no, you're fine. I, sh I should have a few more months. I just need a new battery. Zahn just puts his weapon away. It's <laughs> good you you take this way. Going by ground will take you about a month non-stop. How long can we expect by this mode? Usually to get to capital day and a half is about double distance so three days if wind is favorable. Oh, wonderful. We are in your capable hands. Yeah. Yes. Please try to stay out of way of crew. They will not be shy of moving you. Oh, that is fine. Um, we can stay in the wagon. I was about to say, out of character, is the wagon on top of the ship, or is there, like, an actual cargo hold for these things, or...? Uh, you go and kind of take a peek, and you still see the roof... Oh, so it's like, it's on the ship, but it's kind of... Well, you're not on the ship yet. You kind of step to the side, and you see up the side and the banister, and you still see oh. the, the roof and the tower, but you haven't, like, gotten on to see what's been done with it yet. We're on the gangway. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, you're right, still technically, like, dockside. All right, I'm going to get on some boat. Okay, so... <laughs> Zon gets on the boat. Uh... Brick, Pez? Not even yeah, asking Kasumi because she's along for the ride. Yep, we're following. <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, so as you walk out from underneath the uh, overhang ceiling, again, it's it's 
a weird sensation. You're walking along docks, but there's no water. And for those of you that are brave enough, you look out over the edge, you see the sprawling port city of Chalco underneath you, and you look out to the north and to the east, and you just see an absolute sea of trees and green. And every now, here and there, you see low-hanging clouds and fog uh, dipping, <laughs> dipping no, through. Just... Yeah. Uh, no, I'm not actually going to do that. But, <laughs> um, but it, it is a very odd sight. None, none of you have really ever been this high before you've you've been in some of you have been in towered keep some of you have been in multi-story buildings but this is by far the highest any of you have really been cool pretty high i wonder uh, can i estimate about how high up we are uh make an intelligence check yeah. i'm actually good at those you can always drop something in roll over here Yay! Okay, and straight intelligence check. Uh, it's gonna be fifteen. Um, you're definitely around three hundred feet up, maybe higher. But as as you kind of start to get close to the edge to try to get an estimate, you just feel claws digging into your shoulder, <laughs> like you stay the fuck back from that edge. <laughs> See three hundred feet. Uh. If I threw a book off of here. No, actually, I was thinking, if I threw myself off of here, turned into its triceratops, could I survive? Well, technically, yes, because if you hit the bottom, the triceratops will just stop. No, oh, oh the yes, polymorph. But the, but the, the damage tra then transfers to me. Oh, oh I didn't realize yeah. that. Okay, it's not like mind. if he has 100 hit points and he takes 500, it's just like, oh, no, I'm back to normal. It's like, so no, the it's... Triceratops takes 100 and he takes the other 400. It's, yeah. it's, it's a, bad a D6 every 10 feet. So 30, it's 30 D6 at least. It's six times... Three again. You're Eighteens. You're, aren't you uh, resistant to bludgeoning damage? <laughs> I am resistant to bludgeoning damage, and a triceratops has ninety-five health, so I think I could manage. <laughs> I think I could survive. That's so dumb. <laughs> but hey, so the, good to know. So the boat has already started making way. I'm guessing. No. Or no. Okay. Sorry. No. He said it was going to take an, another couple of hours to shift cargo. Kasumi, I need that book, please. Are, are have you made it onto the boat yet? I was the first one. Oh, was yes, I, I've made it onto the boat. <laughs> okay, how far onto the boat are you? Uh, knowing how you are probably feeling, I make my way to like towards the center. I try to like get to the cart so you so we can at least like you can just dart inside if you want to. Yeah, when we get to the center, she's gonna launch herself off your shoulder <laughs> and find like a nice little corner. <laughs> are you are you going into the wagon or are you finding a corner of the ship? Well, are they currently like are they currently working on the wagon? 
Okay, so I, I probably should have gotten to this. I was distracted by the idea of a book falling 300 feet. Um, <laughs> so the the ship is at the same time, it looks normal, but is at the same time vastly different. The While it does have sails, they are of a different design. They don't, uh, they're not mounted and rigged the same way as uh, seafaring vessels. Um, Kasumi, you wouldn't know this because you were closing your eyes and probably like burying your head into Brick's neck. Um, but uh, Brick peasants on, if you decided to look off the side of the gangway, you would see that there are more sails underneath that appear to be almost like flippers. Uh, you're not exactly sure how they would work because they're kind of folded in at the moment. Um, but towards the front and the rear, you do also see a uh, softly pulsating blue crystals. Uh, mm. that seem to be just barely sticking out from uh, the front and rear in relatively similar spacings. Um, mm. When you, you get aboard, uh, Zahn, you're like, ah, this is weird. Like, you're expecting to see where the, the, the ropes land and how they're fastened down, and everything is just wrong. Like, where you're expecting things to attach is not where it's attached, and there's weird devices in places that there's not usually devices, and... I don't want to live on this planet anymore. But the wagon seems to be in the center of the ship. Your particular chalks were not used, but... There are some very effective-looking ones that are put in place. These definitely seem to have been used in the past. They, uh, if you were to go up and check them, they're very solidly locked in place. Um, doesn't look like the wagon's going to be going anywhere. And for those of you that were asking about uh, defenses, uh, upon a quick glance towards the front of the ship, there do appear to be uh, two currently unmanned uh, ballistae. One on each front corner of the vessel. There's a, a bit of a... Not a full walkway up. It almost looks like, like a half step. And in the front there are doors, but you have to kind of go down to get to them. So it's like there's two floors, but the one that you're on is in between them. If that makes sense. So I'm going to... A worker walks past me and just like... Excuse me. So what is the, the weapons for? He kind of, like, he's carrying a crate and he kind of pauses and looks at you like... To throw people who ask stupid questions overboard at a rapid pace. <laughs> and he just kind of, like, turns and goes over the, uh, the, the side down the gangplank towards the dock, just shaking his head. Does anybody see him? Like, is anybody currently looking at him? The, Me. There's plenty of people walking back and forth, carrying things. Um, so if he was to fall off the boat by accident, they'd probably be who did it. While I understand why, you would probably be seen. Why? Need Kasumi. Vaz Kasumi. Rick. Bring me what? the fox. I look at my shoulder. Is the fox there? No. <laughs> Sorry, I, I kind of also got distracted after doing all that. Where did you decide to go? 
She is gonna bolt to the closest, like, solid-looking structure that she can lean up against. The cart. Uh, either the cart or the central mast. Uh, probably the central mast. And she's just gonna kind of sit there and just kind of be leaning against it. She's In breathing a little heavy. Fox form? Fox form. Okay. Got it. Zana's going to see where she is after taking a second to walk up to Kasumi. It is really not that hard to find a bright white fox on a brown ship. Just uh, saying as a whole. Akyu <laughs> God. Uh, <laughs> um, Kasumi, I understand you're having some um, trouble, but might I please borrow the messagey book thing, please? You don't see her move right away. She <laughs> she just kind of slow blinks at you for a second. <laughs> and you can still tell. Like, she is breathing a little heavy. Oh, no, no, I noticed. Very um, But then she is going to transform back into human form. And she's going to be kind of, like, sitting on the ground with her knees, hugging her chest a little bit in the feet up position. Why are you so afraid of the heights? <laughs> like, I'm like, is that something that happened? She's... Ignoring what you said, she's reaching into her book to or her bag to get out the journal, and she's gonna hand it over to you. Okay, Zon's gonna take it, and then ask the same fucking question again. So, what happened to make you so afraid of the heights? This is not normal. She's like pointing her fingers around. Okay, <laughs> and Zon's going to not like being an asshole, but like gonna point at you. Then point at him, then point at Brick, and kind of point at Pez too. Yeah. Like half point at Pez. Um, Kasumi, to be fair, you're surrounded by things that aren't normal. And the creatures that attack that other ship is also not normal. Right. That is why I'm concerned. We are now in the sky. And now uh -huh. I have to trust whatever this thing is that I've never seen don't know how it works to safely transport us while also trusting that we're not going to get messed with because apparently something is out to get us. That being said, that second part I understand, you know, same thing. Also, it be all voice down. Um, second, <laughs> um, I mean, to be fair, you quite quickly took the port of all of us to fans when we don't understand how that works. At this point, Brick is going to walk up behind Zahn. Also, do you know how the regular boat works? Who are you asking? You. Me? Yeah. No, I did not like that boat. And it took me a while to get used to it. Now I'm on a boat in the sky. That is fair. Okay. I did not remember you freaking out this much. Because that was in the water. And I know how to swim. I don't know how to fly. But you do have Featherfall. Well, I do not, though, I do not quite understand. Personally, if it bosses you, then I will drop the uh, subject. It's just, it's not a natural feeling for me. I'm trying to get used to it, but we're in the sky on a floating boat, and I still need to grasp that mentally. 
How long does banishment work for? Would you like to go back in the cart? I don't know if I, I don't know if that would make me feel safer. Here, because you know what? Do you, what if, what if we go to Ferns? Then you're technically not here. I might need to go to Ferns to have some tea to calm me down right now. <laughs> we could do that for Vivet to leave, and I can write my note saying. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. I just, I just gotta trust the process. Like, she's starting to like talk herself up. She's like, I just gotta trust that everything's gonna be fine. A giant monster lady with tentacles can't attack us in the sky. <laughs> she's just having a little bit of like an emotional crisis. Right now. I mean, to be fair, if you ultimately. Like, as he's saying this, he's walking over to the very corner, or, like, the very side of the boat, and leans over. It is quite intimidating, but... I mean... You go when you go. You don't really get to choose when we go, usually. And and now I'm gonna go have some tea, okay? And she very shakily takes her time to stand up, and you can see her, like, trying to, like level herself walking towards the cart but she very quickly starts stepping faster towards the cart can I can I grab her hand and help her <laughs> do you do you let him yeah if, if you offer to help her she'll take it but she's very much determined to not be here right now I just love Pez just standing there with like a super happy like doesn't give a fuck about anything face like ah, right. <laughs> Kasumi make a constitution saving throw oh god uh -oh. You make her have a fucking panic attack. No, no, no. You've made her have a panic attack. <laughs> it's different for her constitution saving throw. Mm -hmm. That's a 13. 13. Um, it doesn't move quite as much as a ship on the sea would. Um, but where with the sea, it's kind of a gradual sort of swaying. This seems to at times be quite jarring and sudden and it is not making you happy so you uh pez you you kind of have a moment of like ow 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 ow, ow. <laughs> she's just kind of like really grabbing your hand uh but with with his help you're you're able to keep your feet and you can get on into the wagon and uh as the the wagon has been magically enchanted for on the road travel dampening the the motion the sensation of being on the skyship is severely diminished. Um, if you were to wait there for very long, you might feel the occasional shifting, but it wouldn't be nearly as much as if you had been on the, uh, the vessel itself. Yep, go straight for that, that door. <laughs> okay. Uh, Pez, do you go with her to Ferns, or do you just sort of escort her to the pantry and... I mean, I'll, I'll go. I, I could have some bean juice. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll follow uh, so, as well. Uh, okay, so Zana's going as well. Brick, as you're getting distracted yeah, by go. Twitch chat. Yeah, sorry. No, I, I changed my avatar to Krillin, and I just see him across the screen without moving his legs, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> okay. Uh, so you all go to Ferns. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you head on through the door, leaving your images behind in the doorway. 
and you hear the same familiar tinkling noise. Um, let's see. It's dark. What, what time is it? Uh, Isn't this this thing you guys have been telling me about before? Is the zone of time? Yes. Hmm. Should, you should have a we go mind? back? How dark is it? <laughs> it's dark. We don't hear anything, I'm assuming. Make a perception check. Okay. Here in the background. <laughs> no, you're not asleep yet. I wasn't talking about me. I was making a joke about the fact that you're uh, somewhere like a rhinoceros. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. Um, you, you kind of like shush, shush, shush everybody and you sit in the relative silence and you hear soft breeze outside and you hear the faint sounds of rustling coming from out the door to the right where you know Fern's room is uh, to be. Another moment passes and you hear a soft of a squeaky door and shuffling footsteps. Hello? Hello? Hi. Okay, you you hear a, a quick incantation as these uh, six dancing lights erupt from his hand and trail down the hallway, and you see Fern is in a, some sort of a robe with uh, slippers on, and he has a short sword in his hand. He goes, <laughs> "Sorry, uh, middle of the night, you know," and he kind of like sets it down hurriedly. As um, I, I wasn't ex- expecting, uh, I wasn't expecting guests. So, I, I think we should be the ones apologizing. What time is it? I, it's the middle of the night. I'd say it's um, I don't know, one, two o'clock in the morning, give or take. Mm. Uh, Sorry, Zana's already turned around and started walking back towards oh, the door. It's it's all right. I'd be op- uh, open awake in the next hour or so anyway, getting breakfast ready. Uh, uh, today's the uh, one of me opening days, so uh, let me uh, make myself just a little more presentable. He's kind of like realizes, like, oh shit, Kazumi's <laughs> here, and he like kind of clutches everything kind of closer. Goes, set yourselves down. Oil will be out in a minute. Um, tea, coffee, biscuits, anything. Tea. Bacon. Make yourselves at home, and he kind of goes back into his room, shuts the door, and. Five minutes or so, he comes back out. He's more decently dressed. Uh, hair's kind of combed a bit more. His beard's still just a bit kind of scraggly. He hasn't really had a chance to like really wash himself or anything. Um, but he uh, he comes back out and he's kind of in the kitchen. He leaves the door open into the, uh, the the main sitting room so he can kind of still have a loud conversation back and forth unless you go back there and stand with them. Um, so y'all seem to be... Right as rain, after dealing with that nasty beastie. We killed it. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, good. Did you uh, did you learn anything new? We learned how expensive it is to replace things on a dock. Oh, you came back. You, 
Like, no, no, I know exactly what he's talking about. <laughs> when he said it's okay, he would have turned back around. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, okay. I see. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that really took me for a loop. My brain could not fathom what you were saying. Um, he goes, oh, so, boy, that statement, I would assume that you're either, and he kind of seems to be doing some mental math, you're either in... Romana, or you've made it all the way to Aslan at this point. We are in Aslan. Oh, good on ya. That's a hefty journey. You must have had quite the fair wind along the way. Zahn's just gonna look up at Brick. He's gonna look away, trying not to make eye contact with anyone. Yeah. We were kind of lucky, huh, Vatvi? Brick. Yeah, Man. very, very lucky. Fighting an unknown creature like that and coming out relatively unscathed, that's, uh, that's a fair accomplishment indeed. No heart, no no organs that I could discern, just goo. That's a bit concerning indeed. I, I thought there were organs, they just didn't look like, you know, our, well, your organs. It's weird, just weird purple. Well, maybe this will settle your mind a little bit. And uh, Fern comes back out, and he has a tray with a nice uh, copper co uh, coffee pot and a uh, very pretty ceramic teapot. Help yourselves. I'll, uh, it might take me a bit to get um, anything to eat going. The, the stove has to take a bit of time to heat up. And, uh, you know, I've got to... You know what? I'll, I'll come roll the dough out here so I can not have to shout at you and wake up the neighbors. So he comes out uh, with a cutting board and the dough and rolling pins, and he begins working, flattening it, spinning it, rolling it. Um, so where are you now? What's, what's your plans? Please tell me. It's It's been ages since are, I've been to Aslan. We are currently in Chamale. Uh, they're You're in Chalco. Currently, Chalco, sorry. Uh, Chalco, we're Chalco. They're strapping the wagon down. Or actually, they have strapped the wagon down and getting ready uh, to send the skyship we're on to Chichimale. <laughs> There's too many words! Chichimek. I'm not from... Chichimek. From... Got it! Okay, can I tell you, Brick? I'm not from this country. I don't know. You, I know you... the language, but memorizing the new mm. words is kind of a pain. You, you it see doesn't him... make sense. Stop in his process. He goes. Now hold on a minute. Yeah, what was that you said? Sky ship. Yes, it's very cool. Kasumi doesn't like it. That's why we're here. She wanted tea to calm her nerves and solid ground. He stops for a moment, and you see him really pondering what you've told him. So I, I like to. To think I'm not stupid. You are not stupid. You're... You lot are on a ship. Yes. Gonna, what's gonna go through the air? Yes, mm -hmm. that's, that would be correct. Yep. He just kind of goes... If it makes you feel any better, fine. The ship doesn't feel right. Like, nothing's very... Would not I'm not... Really be... I'm not really concerned with how it feels. I'm more interested in how much Magic. they've you kind of see him pause for a moment looks up 
lifts his hand, just like flicks flower at you. <laughs> just like aggressively, just like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean to say, oh, I knew that they were fairly far along in their magical research and their technology, but just staggers me the news I hear coming out of that area. Between they them and the say... dwarves, it's just fascinating. I mean, look at you! That is true. Yeah. And I'm just the prototype. Wait, you said oh, it's dwarves. Never mind. Oh, the dwarves? I won't know what that was. So, you're talking about the dwarves and the border between here and Rokasin? Oh, the ones from Barabaldor. What have they been doing? Dumbledore? He kind of looks at Brick and gestures at him again. And, like, as Brick looks away to you, he takes the opportunity to flick more flour at him. <laughs> hmm. well, I mean, if I'm not rightly mistaken, Borgrier was one project. of the ones that helped him, that helped uh, Jamale build your companion here. Oh, I didn't know if the city itself was doing something to that uh, measure. Oh, I mean, if you ever get the chance, you should absolutely go and check out Belbordor. The entire city is one giant smithy. You can't go around Honest. a single bloody corner without seeing someone crafting something new and fantastical. Honestly, <laughs> if it wasn't a life or death situation for me, I probably would have gone there first. Well, the last yeah, time but... I was there, it was quite enjoyable. Highly recommend it. Better break. You have to go to Rokasin at some point. It's just not that far away from, you know, support of my country. Sounds good to me. Honestly, speaking of traveling to new places, one of the places I kind of want to go while we're over on this side of the world is the, um, I think it's called the Untamed Lands? The Wildlands? What is it called? The Lawless Place. Okay, bye. I don't have too much information about them, but rumors and general knowledge it's they don't really subscribe exactly. to um civilized Laws. cultures <sighs> if in the information is still correct they are tribes with their own rules and might so makes I've... right if in uh, if in they stumble upon a weaker tribe they may thump them kill them take all their shite if you're lucky, you might just get absorbed into their culture and be part of a bigger tribe altogether. Otherwise, so you might just I, be completely wiped out. So if I find the biggest man in the tribe and kill him, see if it'd be mine. And you will be you classified have, as a murderer. If in me knowledge is correct, you would have to take out most of the entire tribe, not just the biggest, meanest looking one. All, all of these tribes are a bit of a tight-knit family. They harm in one is to harm them all. I just want to go there because not many people from not there haven't been there. Seems cool. Because most people aren't stupid enough to go and feck around with them. Just... He seems <laughs> to be like making the individual um, balls of dough now. Burn. We have, we literally just went toe to toe with something from beyond the mortal realm. 
would not I think recommend. We're enough. <laughs> I think we're stupid enough to do something slightly less dangerous than that. I forgot. You say stupid. I it's say um... unfortunate. <laughs> I mean... Unfortunate I mean... circumstances. I mean, to be fair, if we have to go here, so we need to go up to the Kasumias, and then... Isn't there something north of the... The elves. The elves. Oh, no one's allowed in there. I'm so much... Wait, why? Mm -hmm. Just Fine. something in my memory bank says no one's allowed in there. Fine, why, why can I not go see elves? Well, if the stories are to be true, it would seem at one point or another people were allowed to go to Alaridori and visit the elves, but uh, a few bad eggs left a nasty taste in the mouth of the elves, and uh, their particular goddess Erin did not take too kindly to that and patrols the outer areas of the Elven domain, and usually will try to turn ye away, but if you are... He kind of looks pointedly towards Zahn. Foolish enough to keep trying. There are some who don't come back out of them misty woods. So, attempt it yes. at your own whisk. I don't... Th I don't whisk? personally think that... Uh, Listen, I just, woke, I just woke up. You want biscuits or not? <laughs> He's also whisking Please. stuff. He, he then, like, kind of looks at one, picks up a full rolled biscuit, and just chucks it right at Brick. Just... It you like it. Doesn't... Uh, you know what? Roll. <laughs> do I like uncooked dough? Do you like raw dough? Yes, I do. It's a natural <laughs> 20. Oh, my God. He really likes that cooked dough. I like dough. how it's gummy and chewy. I <laughs> like... <laughs> Now he's going to ask whenever we go to bakeries, hey, do you have any of that dough that's not hot yet? <laughs> I don't like the crunchy and crispy. I like it slimy and smushy. The powdery smushy dough? <laughs> I've been trying not to look at chat, but I glanced over. <laughs> Roll for taste, toaster boy. <laughs> oh, so Fern picks up the tray and he goes back into the back to put them in the oven. And uh, shortly after you begin, those of you with noses, uh, begin to catch the telltale whiffs of cooking, sizzling meat. Um, that delicious aroma of crispifying bacon. Um, mm. After a time, mm. he brings out the food. You all have a, for you, uh, breakfast for lunch. Is roughly around the time that you're looking at at this point. Uh, for Fern, it's very, very, very early breakfast. Um, so, uh, you all say that Kasumi's not too terribly happy with traveling by air. You're more than welcome to stay here for the time being if it makes you feel more comfortable. During this conversation, Brick is going to think, just in case someone's looking for us to make sure we're on the ship, he's going to pop Mortar into his system and send him back through the door to keep an eye out and see if anyone's looking for us. Um, so you send Mortar back through the doorway. Um, 
and he kind of flies up. The door has been shut, but you've been on the uh, in the wagon long enough. Mortar has figured out how to open one of the main windows by himself to to get out when need be, or he just flies up out of the the tower. Um, the ship seems to be underway at this point, or just about to be underway. Um, you see, most of the crew, or Mortar sees that most of the crew is on the ship itself. Um, and there seemed to be uh, scrambling for position to prepare to cast off. Cool. Now, he wouldn't be able to relay all of that to you, but if you sent him out for a quick look and then to come back, you would get that information otherwise. Yeah, I, I sent him out basically with the instruction, go out there until the ship is underway or until someone comes looking for us, and then come back and tell me when either one of those first occurs. Okay. Uh, I, I would say right about the time that Fern comes out with the cooked meats is when uh, Mortar comes flying back through with, I was going to say with the flapping of wings, but it's like, no, he's an owl. It would be fucking silent. And he would just appear in the doorway and just kind of land with clicking claws on the table, relaying the information to you, Brick. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> biscuit? <laughs> Sausage. <laughs> he pecks at the sausage a little bit. Well, take a sausage if you want one. So I stuff it in his beak. You like just like hork it down there? <laughs> yeah, why not? Uh, he he kind of like leans away to the side and get like kind of pecks at it, just getting little bits of it off. He doesn't go for like the whole deep throat. You're welcome. Happy Wednesday. But horny. Uh, <laughs> um, as we eat, Zon's gonna. No, wait, no, it's early in the morning. You gotta wait. No, we gotta wait. Uh, Zon's just gonna eat and just sit there. What I know if it's about the same time in Rokasine as it is here. If I'm not mistaken, actually, I have the map open right here. Yes. Okay, it's about the same time. Okay. So what's the plan? Or is there anything else you all would like to do? Um. How? Wait. So. Kasumi, did you want to stay here? I mean, it is nice. Like, I know we're kind of. We're kind of here. Mm -hmm. We are moving, by the way. Oh, like back on the ship? Oh, mm -hmm. lovely. Um, I, I like being here because it, I am having that illusion that I am not in the sky currently. So you like mm -hmm. it here because you're not there. Right. Okay. However, uh -huh. I'm also concerned, given our track record and traveling lately, that so if left unattended, I don't know what could happen. How long are we going to be on the sky boat again? Three days. Three days. Versus the month that it was last time. Okay, yeah, I'm going to hang out here for a little bit, Fern, if you don't mind. I can help you in the kitchen. Oh, I would love to have your company. Yeah. <laughs> Having a, I, yeah. another pretty figure to uh, help me with the tables and all. That and I'm sure um, Anna would love to see you again, too. Yes. Oh, wait. How are... <clears throat> okay. How are things on this side of the globe? 
as far as I'm aware, everything's happy hunky-dory. The ruins are silent once again. Um, Emma and uh, the Admiral have gone off on their honeymoon. Should be seeing them in the next week or so, I think. Glad nothing else has blown up. I as well. So, uh, Yvonne hasn't come by here, has she? I don't really have much occasion to be seeing the lieutenant, no. Oh, okay. Do you want to leave her a message? <laughs> Maybe. Well, that's right. You have a book. You said you were going to write something in the book. Well, I have to wait for him to be awake. Oh, got it. Yeah. Mim, you're not muted. I know. <laughs> My brother needed help. Just checking. So... <laughs> if you see a... If you see a Vanu, you just say, I said hi. Hope she is doing well. Well, you can certainly do, you do want... that. Wait, wait, do what? you still want the book so you can do something a bit more... More? Zod just like that? thinks of all of the things that come with that statement, and he's like, mm, "You have to talk to my father first. What more can you do with the book? Ah, uh, some of the stuff I've read, you would not believe. I mean, yes, I haven't read nearly as many books as you have. Brick found the smut corner. <laughs> Well, Kasumi, when you're older, mm -hmm. I will tell you about when um, the um, romance and the writing happens. Oh, you're referring to the weird fortification that you. No, I do not. I do not like fortify do. anything that has to do with books. For indication. For what? What did you say? For fortification. Um, can why look at look at Fern? He's, he's all can Fern is not there. He is excused him. He has done the proper traditional <laughs> Irish goodbye, and you just hear noises in the kitchen. Just like you are about to say that, and you realize he is not fucking there. Sorry, Fern. There's no this, response. This is a conversation to be held. In private, in right. our wagon, not in public. And apparently in books. These are strange creatures. I did not Your know that's what I was reading until it was too late. Look, I'm, I'm just glad I can't read, so. <laughs> it's okay. So those books are usually picture books. No, they are not. <laughs> but they are very descriptive. Well, okay. I'm going to sit here and eat my breakfast and when three has past a fracker happens and I will send a message to my father. So you all are staying in ferns for the most part? Um I would I'll go get... back to the wagon. Okay. I'll Okay, so stay, when do you go back to the wagon is the question. 
after I drink and eat my coffee uh, and bacon. <laughs> no, no, you had it right the first time. Um, <laughs> <Yep. laughs> <Bean> juice. <laughs> I will stay at Ferns, but I'm sending Mortar back out with instructions like if anything goes wrong or if it looks like someone needs us, come get me. Okay. Uh, and just pets. general keep an eye out. <laughs> when you make it back out ship side, what would you like to do? While the I want look at the map. The, the map inside the wagon? Yeah, big, big bug map. Like, okay. I want to see how fast that bug's trucking along. Uh, you go and you look at the map, and you can see the little the little fading lines from where you had been, uh, the kind of charts where you've come from, but they, they don't last forever. Um, and you see that there's maybe an inch or so between the point Mark Chalco and the little bug. We're trucking. Um, I'm going to make sure that hamburger is still alive because we haven't brought him up all session. Uh, you realize this and you go looking around and you see that uh, hamburger is up in one of the big fluffy chairs in the, uh, the front bay windows and he is just full sploot Soaking in the sun, just thrown. Very, very disappointed mm -hmm. now. I was so expecting to be like, you go back to the end where all the rugsy people are fighting and hamburgers on the table brawling. I was gonna say hamburgers in the, the, the center, the center throne, just watching his subjects <laughs> brawl. <laughs> From the top rope, it's hamburger. <laughs> um. I'm I'm actually going to go up to our little tower and keep an eye out for any um sky critters like big sky critters. Okay. Um, make a perception check. Do you have your hat on? Oh yeah. Okay. Flat check. Apparently my hat was not on. Mm. Uh, you, right. you you go up to the. Uh, top of the lookout area and uh, a, a gust of wind blows the hat off of your head uh, you're able to, to catch it but in that brief moment in time you were just flash banged by that devil ball in the sky and you wrestle the hat back onto your head and you just kind of like ow 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 and go back inside okay <laughs> um, so there will be Three days worth of travel. Is there anything you all would like to do during that time? Uh, specifically yes, being, yes. Kasumi, are you staying in Ferns the entirety of the time? Are you going back to the wagon? What What's the What's the idea? What's the plan? Um. So if, if Rick is going to be there with her, then she's going to be there for, I would say, several hours until it's like mid to late afternoon there mm -hmm. at Ferns. So she's just going to spend that time helping in the kitchen, um, just keeping her mind off the fact that they're on a sky boat. The, um, the sky boat lag is going to be real. <laughs> partway, partway through the day, uh, Princess Emma does come by and uh, there's, there's squeeze and giggles and hugs as uh, she just kind of fawns over you getting to see you again after uh, you know a month or more of not being able to see you and you kind of 
trade stories about what's happened, asking her like how she's been. And she just seems utterly thrilled to have a, uh, for lack of a better word, a girlfriend to talk to and work with that she hasn't really gotten to experience before. So she definitely yeah. seems to be uh, loving having you there. She's very much, Kazumi's very much asking for help because she doesn't know how to cook this style of food. But she's like, just tell me what to do and I'll help. Um, for the most part, Fern handles most of the cooking. Um, Emma was more of a waitress. She serves the tea, serves the food, serves the coffee. And uh, you're, you get that moment of serving tea, you say sit down <laughs> and uh you're able to give the the people of harpermere a fairly unique experience as far as how in your eyes tea should be served and um, educating ed educating people how tea should be served uh, to, to, the, to the point where um getting closer to the time because he's not open the whole day uh for for cooking it's usually like a little after lunch that he starts to shut down but um, you even hear from Emma and Fern that there's quite a few people, more people asking for tea than normal. Apparently word has gotten around that like the tea was really good this time around. Like there's a new person there that really knows what the fuck they're doing. Um, and there seems to be general discontent as uh, Fern starts to close things down because it is getting to the point where he, basically uh, because it is getting to the point in the day where uh, the, the first half uh, Emma helps him with the cafe and the later half is when he starts tutoring her in uh, basically druidry and magic and like creatures and all the sort of things that he's been tutoring her for, you know, the better part of a decade at this point. Mm -hmm. um, and you're definitely able to sit in and listen in on that and just kind of try to follow along. Or if that's around the time that you want to kind of go back to the ship, you you may. Yeah, she'll she'll occasionally check back in on the skyboat side, but she won't leave the cart. <laughs> Mm -hmm. So very much just glance out and just make sure everything's okay. Um, as as the day does go on through the Harpermere side and the you know the sun starts to dip, you're as you make your frequent visits back into the wagon, you kind of poke your head out. Uh, it is getting darker on the Aslan side of the the world. At okay. that point, if we come back through, is anyone else in the cart at that point when we come through? Uh, peasants on. What have you two been doing for? The majority of the first day, at least. Go ahead. Oh, just chilling in the cart, refreshing my eye holes. <laughs> Around, like, not lunchtime, but early morning, Zon's gonna write a note to his father first. <clears throat> and just, hey, I'm still alive. I'm going to quaddle. <clears throat> What's the, what's the country's name? Aslan. Aslan, that one. <laughs> I am currently in Aslan. I hope everything is going all right in Rokasin. Miss you. And I still hope to be home sometime. Just let that go off. Okay. Um... There's a significant gap between when you send the note and when you receive it. And when you when you get the note back, uh, 
as you expect, it is in the heavy hand of your uh, father, Concaro. Um, and there seems to be flecks of blood on it that seem to be sort of smeared as kind of like he's been writing. Uh, and essentially says, Good to hear from you, boy. Everything's fine up here in the north. Got into a bit of a brawl, but I showed that young arsewipe what for. Might even keep one of his teeth just to rub it in the wounds. I've only been to Aslan once. Don't remember it much, but it was bloody hot. You've many stories to tell when you come home, and I am all too eager to see you again. Safe travels, boy. So proud of my dad. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, he will write Yvonne and just be like, hey, we'll periodically be in Burns' place if you wanted to catch up. Uh, this one you get back a little bit faster than you did with your father. Um, it's very, very short. Um, and all it really says is, in training, out at sea, might miss you. And then further down there it says, I do miss you. Oh. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> um, she's gonna win. hide that note <laughs> <laughs> um, when Brick and Kasumi come back through Pez are you like in the foyer yep All right. uh, Brick's gonna look at Kasumi can I talk to you in the library about what I is it something had... bad no did Mortar see something is there Sorry? a giant monster coming to kill us? No, there's not a giant. <laughs> I, I, I telepathically communicate with Mortar. Is are we okay? <laughs> Is there a you, giant you see, monster coming to kill Brick us? You see, Brick go like, no, there's totally not. There's totally no monsters coming to get us. <laughs> Just nope, we're good. <laughs> Okay. Bust, bust back through the door. The first place has been attacked by a giant octopus creature. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone. We can't go through the portal. <laughs> what? Nah, I'm just fucking with you. Oh, that's not funny. Kind of a bit funny. <laughs> um, yeah, I could talk. Okay. And Brick's gonna just start walking toward the library. Okay. Okay. So she's just kind of meandered um. behind. The Make a perception check for me when you get in there, Kasumi. <clears throat> okay. To see if the giant tentacle monster is hiding in the bookshelf. You just spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's 17. coming out of the book. 17? Um, yeah. you, you follow Brick into the library, and it takes you a second, and it, it looks different. Like, the colors of the books are not quite what you remember. And you kind of come to the realization that Brick must have rearranged everything. And then you remember... Everything was fucked when the <laughs> ship ran aground. So Brick did 
have to basically reshelve everything. Oh. It gave me the opportunity to make a new shelving system. <laughs> it looks very organized. Thank you. Uh -huh. Um. So I was kind of curious after we're done making sure I don't just keel over. Um. It, we're planning on heading north to your country, yes? So that you can restore your honor? Eventually. I mean, pressing matters. I'm okay with putting those as priority. So if something else happens, I'm, I'm fine with putting that. I'll eventually make it home. Well, I don't... I feel like restoring your honor is a pretty pressing matter, and I don't think anyone else would have an objection to doing that. Yeah. But I kind of wanted to ask, um, after that happens, what then for you? I don't know. I mean, it's going to be quite an event when I get back to my hometown. Um,. Just to see how everyone reacts and to see if people actually take it for face value. But, I mean, we've all been traveling together for so long now that I feel obligated to help. And also given the fact that we learned all this world-shattering dimension crazy things happening, I feel like that's kind of also another thing that we need to take care of. Before any of us can think about not trying to save the world. That is fair. Mm -hmm. To be to be honest, with all the world-shattering stuff going on, I kind of meant to ask this earlier once we got the medallion, but then that stuff happened and I, we kind of got distracted and yeah. I just wanted to not make sure you were staying with us, but hope you were staying for the time being, because, well, you guys are kind of all I have, and I would miss you a lot. That's very sweet. I think I would miss having the big robot man that happens to be a nice perch. <laughs> I do my best. But, <laughs> I mean... I'm a tree! <laughs> <laughs> But if you think about it, do we have been the primary people there since the moment you came to life? Yeah. I wonder what it this is, I wonder what it's like for everyone else cuz I mean, I assume this is the default definition of a family, though ours is unconventional, I assume. Unconventional is a good word for it. But I mean, yeah, now now that I think about it, I, I wasn't really destined to this realm to have a family, per se. So when I found one back in my hometown, that was kind of a miracle on its own. But some situations happen that may appear to be a hindrance and be very negative but can ultimately lead you down a different path where you can find other good things. So, I think in a way, 
me being framed and banished from my hometown helped guide me to you guys. Is it weird that while I kind of want to go back and kick Shurhama's teeth in all over again, I'm also glad that she framed you because otherwise I would, you wouldn't be here? <laughs> it was kind of fun defeating her. Honestly, I felt like she would have been more difficult to defeat. Well, at the time, we did have two clerics, and they're OP as shit. Yes. But yeah, I've... <laughs> if, if... <laughs> if my time on this plane has taught me anything, is that fate has a funny way of showing its true form. Because I was brought to this plane for by accident, actually. I was not supposed to be brought here for the reason that I was. I'm not sure I understand. So, give you a little bit of lore regarding my kind is we are we are typically summoned to this plane for a purpose and that purpose is usually lined out during the process of being summoned but the person who summoned me did not intend to summon me uh, Kitsune he was actually intending on summoning his daughter that had recently passed And he accidentally summoned me. Dang. So here I am. <laughs> that's rough, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so that is why I, I've always had a funny relationship with fate. Never appears as it seems to be. Hmm. Well... Hopefully fate's on our side whenever we go kill a bunch of elementals. I think we could use it. I agree. But yes, to summon up the answer to your question, I don't plan on going anywhere. I do need to obviously mend my ties with my hometown and just check in to make sure that that a few people are, are okay. Um, but I feel like after you've all helped me accomplish what I needed to, it's the least thing I can do is to help you all with what you need to do. And also, we kind of stirred some things up that are happening that are affecting uh, the greater good of this plane. And I feel like we need to take care of that. That is an... Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That is, I believe, great choice correct. of words. Real proud of you, bud. <laughs> so, out of character. So this guy some was trying to summon his dead. No, no, daughter. no, no, no. You, you weren't there. You weren't there. <laughs> that can that that discussion can happen off stream. Yeah. Um. Out of character question. Can she feel the the boat moving? <laughs> It is, that can happen off stream. <laughs> it is incredibly subtle. Okay. It, it's okay. about as much as you would have felt 
um, being on the sea when you were on the uh, the red wave. Okay. Um, occasionally you feel just the slightest little tremor. You may hear some of the dishes and cutlery just barely right, just a little ching ching. Um, it's not nearly as bad as you were expecting it to be being up theoretically as high as you are. <clears throat> so I wanted to know if she was going to have a moment where she's going to oh god! <laughs> you, as of yet, have not experienced one of those. Whether or not you've been lucky <laughs> and it hasn't been when you were on the ship and you were in ferns, or if it really is just that smooth. You don't know because you keep hopping back and forth between them. Okay. So yeah, she kind of gathers herself for a moment and um, she kind of ponders for a minute. And she's like, well, I wanted to take a look, make sure everything was okay on this side. Um, apparently I have caused a bit of a uh, event at the cafe that uh, people are demanding my presence. Uh, I saw. What was what were you doing with the pouring the water over the teapot? And Apparently, the these, these people do not know half of what they need to know about having tea. Compared, com yeah, compared to what the princess was doing and what you were doing, there seemed to be a lot more that you were doing. There, there are uh, tea from where I'm from is is more of like a ritual. So I have just been educating some of the guests and they seem to really like it. But also I think it's unique to have a kitsune serving tea at a cafe. That uh, I would assume. market for that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not going to be there for too late. I just, I, I promised a couple people since they were upset that they had to get sent away that I would be back. Um, but, yeah. Okay. I was just really worried that you were going to leave us, so I wanted to, if you were thinking about it, try to ask you to stay. But you're not leaving, so. Forswade you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kasumi walks up, she's like, oh, you're so funny, Brick. And then she goes to, like, gesture to try to pat him on the head, but then she realizes she's very short compared to him, and then she... <laughs> See, seeing what she's doing, he'll just kind of like bow his head a little bit. She she jumps, pats him on the head, doesn't quite reach it, so then she just pats him on the chest, like, tap, tap, tap. <laughs> I'll be around. Okay. As I hope you will, too. I don't think I'm going anywhere. <laughs> Good. Also, your library looks very nice. And she pivots and walks out. Thank you. <laughs> She's going back to Ferns. <laughs> okay. Uh, as Kasumi goes back to Ferns and the ship continues along its way, uh, that's where we're going to take a quick little break. We'll be back here very, very shortly. Uh, so don't go too terribly far. We'll be about five, ten-ish minutes, something like that. Uh, yeah, we'll be back. And we are back. So, last we left off a brief moment ago... The Tempests are aboard a flying Aslan airship heading from Chalco on its way to Chichimec to hopefully get Brick all fixed up. 
learning that uh, Kasumi was fucking terrified of heights. She has been dipping in and out of ferns uh, to avoid having to be on a ship at any and all costs. <clears throat> so, it gets on through the night. Um, Kasumi, eventually you do grow tired. Um, it's mid-afternoon or so when you realize that, like, oh, I am... I am up really, really late compared to how you have been. It, it's weird going from bright, sunny day to nighttime. Mm -hmm. Back to bright and sunny. Everyone's up and energetic. Back to the ship just to kind of check on things. And you see a skeleton crew and people taking shifts and trying to get some sleep and seeing um, Pez Pez pose under the table, as is his tradition. Um, Still don't ever remember where Zahn sleeps. I know Brick sleeps in the library, usually. I change, depending on what's going on. Well, right. Where, are you, where right. would you like to sleep this go-around? On top of the cart. Okay. Um, that's easy enough. It's, it's weirdly calming. It's slightly different from what you're used to sleeping on a ship, but it, it's still close enough that you, you still have the wind through your fur... Um, the stars are bright above you. Um, the one thing that you realize after a while of laying on your back looking at the stars is there's no clouds. Like, at all. And you kind of sit up and you look around and you go, oh, they're underneath me. That's weird. Hmm. I don't know how to feel about this. <laughs> uh, so there's nothing else anyone wants to do for the evening we can continue on into the next day um, mm -hmm. so the day comes around on the Aslan side night falls on the Takatari side uh, Kasumi you're, you're going to be a little bit fucked up um, here going, uh, going onward um but the, the, the next day at Ferns is one of the days that he is not open. So uh, it is very easy for you to just find a windowsill to lay on in your fox form, catch up on some rest, um, sunbathe out in the garden, whatever you want to do, really. Fern more or less leaves you alone. He has other duties and things to perform. Uh, one thing you do notice that you hadn't really ever seen before at Ferns is... Uh, on these off days when, one, you're not bothering him, you you all are not bothering him, and two, there's not food going on, uh, he spends a lot of his time in the back rooms um, meeting with, and you kind of like, you know, you can slink around if you want to and kind of listen in, but um, a lot of bounty hunters, mercenaries, adventurers that are uh, coming to the, the, the backside of his home where he has... Um, basically a job board that says like hey i need these materials there's this person that needs to be brought in and he's kind of the facilitator for all of that in harpermere and you kind of come to realize like fern does a lot like a lot a lot mm -hmm. motherfuckers uh, and adventurers guild <laughs> more or less he's he's kind of like the the mercenary guilds that you had seen down in uh the untamed west just more one man than a full network like uh yeah, what i you mean we mm -hmm. sorry go ahead i didn't i thought you were done talking 
No, I mean, it was basically just more than what you had seen uh, through Pez's group. Uh, I was just saying, like, we did have the option to work for him at one point. <laughs> we just never took any of the jobs. We were busy. True. So, uh, for those of you that are still on the ship, I'm assuming um, probably Zahn and Pez at the very least. Brick, are you... Is, is anyone doing something different or just kind of milling about their time? Uh, I would like to pretty doll at some point. Okay. I mean, that's very easy to do. There's plenty of quiet places either on the ship or in the wagon where you can have some uh, free time. Brick Definitely. is gonna. Brick is gonna alternate between. Be going with Kasumi to uh, Ferns, um, and having Mortar keep an eye out on deck, and then uh, whenever he's not at Ferns, you'll actually find him, kind of up in the tower or top area of the cart, and he looks to be, meditating, I guess. Okay. Um, Pez, is there anything that you're doing? on the ship or at ferns i'm i'm just observing the world trying to see if there's any flying beasties okay uh make another perception check for me um, i think my perception is plus six uh, i can check for you real quick here yeah, i'm trying to sign into D D beyond on this computer uh, 18 your, plus something. Your, your perception is six so yeah you, okay oh, yeah you're you're very very good um, you kind of look out and you're, you're looking for flying critters that may potentially give you the opportunity to use that massive ballista. Um, but you don't really see anything. And, and kind of like Zahn the night before, you kind of realize that you're, you're used to seeing clouds up above you. But they're all down low. You can't really see the trees anymore past the kind of not like dangerous storm cloud black clouds but the very like water heavy clouds are all underneath you um and partway through the day as you're kind of looking out just keeping an eye on things uh the the captain wanders by and gives you a little pat on the shoulder and he says in common sorry to say you will not see Kualto this day it is often rainy in Aslan, and unfortunately, and he kind of sweeps his hand off to the uh, starboard side of the, sh uh, the ship, her beauty is covered by the rain today. That's it. Unless there was anything. Was that directed at me? Yes. Oh, sorry. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm like struggling. What yeah, um okay. what other critters would there be? As far as critters, very few fly this high unless you are closer to the mountain range, but one can never be too careful. Okay. But perhaps on your return journey you may be able to go and visit our capital city and see just how beautiful it is. We, we might. Again, we'll see what our itinerary has. 
it it's the altitude it really gets to you <laughs> helium the more helium in the upper atmosphere <laughs> helium goes up okay uh if there's nothing else that anyone really wants to do we can fast forward again No, good. Zahn, is there anything specific you wanted to pray to Gadal for, or is it just sort of a general communing with the deity? Zahn wants to know fucking about what's going on in the realm of gods and fucking anybody's found Valkyrie yet. Okay. Uh, Obviously you... saying it much more nice. Eloquently. Yes. Pious. That word. Uh, I am so... man. Eloquent. Eloquent. Uh, you you do go and you attempt to pray to Gadol, uh, much in the same way that you do with Valkyrie. You're not you're not getting the kind of response that you were used to, if any response at all. You're unable to really discern if he's ignoring you, if he's too busy, or maybe you are misreading um, his way of answering you. You're not really sure. Fred is actually I should be God. <laughs> Says no one hears it understands me. <laughs> All by myself. So the second day passes without fault. The next day comes along. Uh, the rain clouds are still underneath you. Um, and as the end of the third day comes closer, you begin hearing shouts for preparation for descent. Or break, you hear it because you understand the language. Mm -hmm. And you're able to relay it, if you wish, to the others. Um, stopping the captain for a moment and checking with him, he says that uh, within the next hour or two, you will be setting down. Um, Unfortunately, we cannot go directly to Chichimec. Only those permitted may go. So we have a landing site for supplies to be dropped off. It is there that we will unfortunately pass ways. It has been interesting transporting foreigners. Oh, technically not foreigner. I was actually built here. So you say, but I have seen your looks. You are not familiar with our land, so to me, you are no. I agreed. I was built here, but I did not come online here, so I was not uh, integrated properly. Well, as I say, we will be landing shortly. If you wish to stay in your wagon, good, but once we start the descent, I would recommend staying out of the way. Understood. Thank you, Captain. And your friend, the one with the tails. Be careful with her. The landings can sometimes be a, a bit jumpy. I know just what to do. <laughs> he gives a nod, turns over, begins barking out further orders to the crewmen. Um, and I go, find Kasumi. <laughs> Kasumi! What? You might want to pop over to Ferns for the next hour. Why? Because we're landing, and apparently the landing can be a bit rough. 
Okay, bye. And she just turns. <laughs> slam, slam. <laughs> she's gone. Okay. Uh, so to kind of expedite things just a little bit further, uh, the ship does come down to a landing. Um, those of you that stayed on the ship, uh, mm-hmm. again, the, the weird sensations never cease to end as you begin to dip closer and closer to the graying clouds and you're just suddenly wet. Everything is just wet as you go through these rain clouds. And as <laughs> you, you try, but the water doesn't go away. It just stays there. Um, eventually you break through the bottom and it is just, it's not fully pouring, but it is a steady rainfall just as far as the eye can see. Um, the, uh, I'm assuming the three of you are still on the ship, Brick, Pez, and Zon. Oh yeah, uh, I'm watching. If, if the three of you would make a perception check for me. Perception! That's a one! You're, you're too busy wiping the water off your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> the, the windshield wipers are going. 21. 21? 24. 24? Um, Brick, you, you miss this, and unfortunately so does Kasumi, who is nice and toasty, warm and dry and ferns. Um, but the two of you see something odd as you get lower. The trees and the landscape as you get lower, seem to extend. And it, it's a it's a weird... It kind of almost makes your eyes hurt a little bit, just seeing the landscape sort of move away from you as you're going down in a way that's wholly unnatural. Do not want to ruin this planet anymore. This is very... Paz. Yeah. What do you make of this? Long boy. Long boy? What, what do you mean? I mean, the, the trees are long. It's like... I don't know. I'm wet. I don't mean that the trees are, are wet. I mean that... The, the ground is... For lack of a more accurate word, expanding. Mm-hmm. You don't remember at at the beginning of our journey how there was like magical curves applied to all of this, where everything was a bit bigger than it appeared. Wait, what were we talking about? The forest? Yes. Everything. Animals, forest, bugs. Yeah, forest, bugs, curves, and expanding. Are you okay? Um, yes. You sure? Yes. So. I wonder how that works. It's very confusing. Aliens. I don't know. <laughs> what are aliens? Aliens. <laughs> yeah, I'm, look. I'm... I'm just a simple farmer. I don't know shit. <laughs> oh, okay. Ian... He's simple, Jeff! (laughs) So, eventually, the ship lowers further, and you see a bit of a clearing knocked out of the jungle with a stone platform 
uh, in the center of it. And within the center of that stone platform is uh, something very similar to the uh, dry dock that you had seen at the uh, Koyak um, Sky Tower. The ship comes down, rests in between uh, the, the hole, basically. And there's shouting coming from down below on the ground, from up above on the ship, as workers begin uh, tying down the vessel. And you hear ratcheted winches being turned to kind of keep it in place so it doesn't sway too much. Um, and within the next 20 or so minutes after the shouting began, the gangplank is lowered, workers come by and start preparing the wagon to uh, depart from the vessel. Hmm. I'll go, I'll go find Kasumi and tell her we landed. <laughs> okay. It's still Just pouring go. rain this whole time, right? It's it's a steady rain. It's not pouring to the extent where you can't see, but it is a rain that seems like it's not going to let up anytime soon. Could up. Um, going, going back to Ferns, it is the middle of the night there. So, and I, I forget where the door entrance, is it in the kitchen? Um, so if you come into the, the hallway from the wagon, there's a pantry area and coming uh -huh. out of there to your left and around the corner is the kitchen and straight on after taking that first left is the seating area. Okay. So she is in the kitchen, curled up in fox form, sleeping. I'm just gonna... And then I'll walk back out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so you, you head back out, um, and you hear voices in and around the outside of the wagon. It seems that they need to get the wagon off first. It's kind of in the way of being able to get the grates up to start unloading. Uh, so sure enough, the three large Goliaths are again there grabbing the yoke and hauling the wagon off the, uh, off the ship. A few minutes later, Cassie is escorted off as well and is, uh, they don't hitch her up to the wagon home, but they do kind of put her in front of it and kind of tie her off to the wagon itself. Kind of a, you're here, it's your problem now. Um, Thank you. The captain does come look at you, seems completely unbothered by the rain. Um, he looks and says, Chichi Mech is that way. I would have your papers ready at uh, a moment's notice. The guards from what I know are not... Mm, too kind to strangers, unless you have markings to prove otherwise. Ah, uh, yeah, they almost skewered us last time. Um, excuse you, they did not almost skewer us. They were at a glaring disadvantage. Sure. Uh, thank you so much. <laughs> of course. If you will excuse me, I have much work left to do. He gives you a nod, thumps his chest as he had before, Heads back up the gangplank and Brick, you hear him giving more shouts like, you know, check the lines, check the cargo, what's coming, what's going. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, 
Well, Pez, let's get her hitched up and onward and awkward. All right. Alrighty. I hit her up. <clears throat> you hit her up. So, you get Cassie loaded up. You know the direction that you're supposed to go. Uh, there's actually a decent path from the uh, landing port through the jungle. It seems wide enough to fit your home and Cassie, but um, Pez, there are a few times where you have to kind of like hold the reins and lean to the side as a low branch comes sweeping by and thunks into the observatory tower. You're kind of like, ow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I know where Brick is. <laughs> uh, Zahn, where are you at at this point? I probably would have gone inside where the big bay windows are just looking out. Okay. Has anybody gone to get Kasumi, or are you leaving her at Ferns? Oh, oh no, no. I'll go get Kasumi. He's sleeping. Not for long. <laughs> I'm going to stay out of that one. The smart man. Ready to go to Ferns? Okay. Uh, you go to Ferns, and it is dead in the middle of the night. Son will very quietly look for Kasumi, and upon finding her, loaf. So, uh, Kasumi, so long as you don't fight back or anything, Zon lists you I'm trying my best not to wake her up. Yeah, I... I've got a D2 in here somewhere. See if she would wake up. What the heck is it? I ate it. Alright, fuck it, I'll just do it again. She does not wake up. She's day sleeping. Okay. So, it was a nice calm night in Hard Premiere. And as soon as uh, Zahn walks back through the pantry with you, there is the steady drumming of rain on the roof of the wagon home. Um, it's a lot less... It's a lot less consistent, and the droplets are heavier as the water gathers on the uh, large leaves, pool up, and then drop in fairly heavy globules. Pez, you actually are kind of okay with it, because you don't have to lick your eyeballs anymore. They're just constantly refreshed. Moist. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> it's a, it, it sucks a little Moist. bit that all your dirt is getting washed away, but... Um, you can see pretty good here. It's kind of nice. He doesn't have dirt on him. He was in a spa. <laughs> Moistly. I found dirt. Damn it. <laughs> Fucking Pez. Nicole Bold nose. <laughs> just as soon as you look away, just roll around in the dirt. <laughs> see, little do you know, I'm a chinchilla. <laughs> he just holds a very scaly chinchilla. Um, you travel along for hour, hour and a half, two hours, until Pez, as you're kind of just letting Cassie plot along, who seems to be enjoying herself quite a bit. Every now and then there's a puddle and you see her purposely lift a paw and just like stomp in it and sending water spraying off into the brush. Uh, it's just like a giant child. Um, 
But at one point, she suddenly comes to a stop, lifts her head, and lets out kind of a, uh, a resonating warning trumpet as she's looking ahead into the gloom. Speak with animals. Uh, speak with animals. Uh, you you hear her as she kind of like looks over, and you can tell now that she's kind of like trying to get your attention. She says, "There's something up ahead. Very colorful. There's lots of them." Hello. We have papers. But you don't understand what she's saying. Oh, well, I just figured if she stopped, and there's something out there. Hmm. But I will wait till information is transferred. There's something out there. Okay. okay. Hello. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, a few moments pass, and a familiar figure comes from the gloom. Um, a warrior with uh, wearing a very large feathered headdress, bright gold armor, uh, spear and shield held at the ready, and he thumps towards you very cautiously, eyes on Cassie. Um, and then he looks up and he sees you, Pez. Yep. And then... <laughs> then Brick in the tower... And he stops, thumps his spear on the ground. I thought I'd never see you again. Was that a hope or a thought? What is your business? Wait. Uh, I float the piece of paper down to him. I am here for repairs from... So you begin carrying the piece of paper what? out through the rain. I didn't think of that. <laughs> it's getting, I forgot it was raining. You see Zahn inside against it's the window. Getting, no! <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the paper that had been fairly solid begins to droop. And the ink begins to run. And by the time it gets to the... Uh, Quietly, it is just a wet mass. I quickly bring it back uh, under you, the shade. You you go to bring it back quickly, and it rips, and part of it splatters down into the mud below. Does anyone know Mendane? <laughs> Zonic yes. crashing his head against the window. <laughs> I'll cast Mending. Um... Pez, you would probably know, mending fixes the material. It does not fix words written. Oh. Never mind. It had like a wax seal, though, didn't it? Damn. Anyway. Hi. Hello. My name is Pez. That idiot up there is Brick. He's broken, as you can see by what? Sorry. I'm on the fritz. I need repairs. He's built here. Follow me. Chamali is expecting you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, inside the window. <laughs> <laughs> you see Zon just lean back and just faint. <laughs> um, 
as as you follow after the uh, um, Oatly, you you Pez are able to see this fairly uh, easily with your kobold eyes and the the gloom. Kobold eyes. Once again, you are surrounded by a what seems like a small army of soldiers that are at once protecting and guiding and keeping a very careful eye on you. Um, you're, once, you're once again <laughs> fight me. You're once again <laughs> getting the sensation that this compound is really not welcome to outsiders. But a little bit of a journey goes by and you once again find yourselves at the entrance to Chichimec, the uh, large open space where there's not so much a structure above ground as a large staircase that goes underground with a stone top over it. Um, he guides uh, the wagon up. He at one point would have grabbed the reins from you and is guiding Cassie along on his own. Brings her around to the side. It's impossible for the wagon to make it down the stairs. There's no um, services available for such a feat. Um, mm -hmm. He unhooks ha uh, Cassie for you, passes the reins off to one of his lieutenants, gives instructions that she's to be very well cared for, Brick, you're able to overhear this. And mm -hmm. um, he waits by the side of the wagon for the rest of you to emerge so that he can escort you down. I'll just call down the tower. Zahn, please get Kasumi, and I'll mm. pop out the top. I have you're, to. you're jumping out the balcony? <laughs> out yeah, the tower? Just... You land and you're... Mud dive. It's more grass than mud here, surprisingly, but there is a fair bit of uh, dirt and water that goes splattering everywhere. Um, mm -hmm. Zahn, the chair that he put Kasumi... And he goes over to the chair and just starts scritching her butt. Just scritching her butt and then scritches up her back until she's just she's scritching her head and her ears. And then under her chin, oh, Kasumi, he does time to wake up. I was going to say, okay, if, if you started on, like, her backside. The butt, yeah. That would immediately wake her up and she would go into chomp mode. She could try. Make an attack. <laughs> okay. Let me go for my bite attack. <laughs> I can't remember the stats are for it. Oh, pack tactics, because Hamburger's next to you. <laughs> oh. Nat 20. <laughs> oh, and this is how we're going to start this. <laughs> uh, to be fair, you started this. That's how I was going to end it. I'm back. Battle map. Let's what? go. Um, so, a funny story. She got max damage, mm -hmm. which is a, a whopping eight. <laughs> so damage you, is damage. You go to start scratching her butt, and you just get bit on the hand. It hurts a lot. <laughs> hey, Kasumi. Gonna need you to make a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> Don't you sigh at me. She bit me. I was just trying to actually be nice and wake somebody up. By touching her butt. She's a fox. Doesn't matter. Like scratching a dog. No. 
Or a cat. A dexterity oh. saving throw? Uh-huh. Okay. That is... I can do math right now. That's a 13. Okay, well, you fail. You okay. Take eight lightning damage, and now you're a giant lightnified poof ball. Congratulations. The wake okay. She's growling into you. Zon doesn't even bother waiting to talk to her. Fucking walks out and just fucking leaves her. <laughs> Dick. Where is Kazumi? I don't fucking care. I'm going inside. What happened to your hand? Why is it bleeding? What gore do you? <laughs> you get a flick blood. <laughs> flick blood at best. Unsanitary. <laughs> I'm going to poke my head in the door. Kazumi. She... By now, she has transferred back into human form, and she is, like, patting down her hair that's now frizzy. Rich <laughs> <laughs> just, like, she has looks very, very angry. look. She looks very angry. <laughs> Rick slowly connects the dots. Uh, I did not tell him to do that. You're Are you talking time. to her? Yeah. He touched my backside while I was sleeping. I am not a house pet! Back to like brushing her hair. <laughs> well, we're here. Um, Kasumi, it, it is a constant struggle with one, the electricity. And two, the general humidity of the area. Oh, God. Um, it's going to be an utter nightmare. So, given that, yeah. she is going to, she's going <laughs> to, he just tried to jump on the table and failed miserably. Sorry. <laughs> um, she is going to go grab a chopstick from the kitchen, mm -hmm. and she is going to put her hair up. So this is actually the first time that she's wearing it, like, up. In a bun. I need artwork. Rick's head tilts the other way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, um, <clears throat> so, you are uh, eventually led down into the depths of Chichimec. And, uh, down below, waiting in the main hallway of the Aslanian smithy, is uh, both um, Chamale and uh, Borgrier. Borgrier is smiling ear to ear. Chamale is sort of hard to read. Um, you also notice that his right arm is completely golden and mechanical. He already wait. Is it the other? Does he have two mechanical arms? Oh, was there? it already? Was it already there? I couldn't remember if that had happened before. Yeah, yeah, that happened already. The the, the explosive. Right. Okay. So that did already happen. Brother. I honestly could not remember. So yes, you do see like, his golden. No, you see his his golden arm, uh, just kind of like hanging onto the or, or at his side. Um, Borgrier with uh, one hand on his hip raises the other one. He goes, Ah, uh, good to see you, lad. Lassie, lads. Yeah. Creators, glad to find you in good health. 
More or less, yes. And at this point, Chamali speaks up. It is good to see you all. Your journey was safe? Productive? No, not at all. <laughs> I am sorry to hear this. It's okay. It was fun. It was hell. Please come in. Get warm. We have many things to discuss. And even then, you, you kind of see Borgreer's um, cheerful demeanor kind of sour slightly, and he kind of gives a nod, like, yeah. Okay. Onwards. Okay. The pair lead you further into the, uh, the compound, off into a side room. Uh, you'd been in his workshop before. Uh, this room is a little bit more well-furnished um, and is slightly cooler than the hot air that had been pervading the, uh, the structure up until that point. Um, Borgrier moves to one side where there seems to be um, uh, casks and glasses. Can I get any of you has anything to drink? Largest thing of alcohol you have, please. Dwarven sized ale coming right up. Um, what's the local drink? You know, you ask me that. I have that written down somewhere. I can't the worst, isn't it? Where you're like, I know I have that information. I don't know where it is. <laughs> I have a particular set of skills. I don't, don't know what know any, what of, any them of them are. are. <laughs> but when I find out, I'm going to use them. <laughs> what is that from? Me. Oh. Literally me. Yeah. <laughs> Thought it might be South Park or something. No, oh, surprisingly came up with that shit on my own. That's a Zach original right there. <clears throat> um, uh, Chamale, uh, or Chamale speaks up. I do believe there is a clear spirit that is popular one please Borgrier nods his head um golem a uh, brick kasumi anything uh i'm good i don't feel like tasting anything right now you're muted i'm good Eventful journey indeed. Okay. Chamali, would you like to or would you like me? The turtle ponders for a moment. I can give gist. We were successful in creating another like brick. Yay. Gemini, right? Or is this a new one? It is Gemini. This is but the beginning of the story. Since then, we do not know if it is our tamperings or some outside force. The elementals in the Tepetal Mountains are more aggressive than normal. 
this task we were to give to you to get the components has become far more difficult. Zahn's just gonna sip his beer much deeper and look away. <laughs> Pretty sure they're partially responsible, baby, kind of, sort of. Look, if you want to put the guilt on yourself, by all means. I said we. I didn't say me. I said we. The, roi the royal me. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, uh, Borgru has passed out all the drinks and he goes, And you want to give him the good news? And. Chamali kind of looks at him and goes, Yes, yes. You. Kobold. Me? Yes. Hello? Seth, yeah? Your tools of choice intrigued me. And I may have tinkered slightly. Would you be willing to test my prototype. Oh, fuck yeah, bud. <laughs> I just chug. I, I chug the drink. I, I don't taste it. I chug it. I don't know what it is. I'm excited. It's essentially tequila. Um, he gets up from where he had been sitting and he goes across uh, to one of his work tables and he pulls out a curious device. It looks like a really, really elaborate firearm. Hmm. It's not a design that you have <laughs> that you have ever seen. <laughs> give, 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 give. Um, he hands it to you and says, "This is what I call the multi-tool." And he hands it over to you, and it's. It's, it's weighty, uh, but it is gorgeously designed. And you, you look at it for a moment, and you're really not sure what you're looking at. It looks like a mixture between two or three different types of firearms. And after he passes you, he goes, ah, one moment. And he takes it back from you, and he, he speaks a word that you don't understand. Even Brick, you don't understand. And the gun begins to clink and rattle and reshape itself from something that was to be held in two hands to just the one hand. It looks like a revolver. <laughs> and where the spinning barrel is, you can see some glowing arcane energy. With the right word, you can convert to between three different firearms of a elemental damage that you may pick. It should help you with the elementals. And Borger seeming to be a little bit impatient with the slower pacing of his companion's words. <laughs> you can change it into a revolver, a shotgun, or a rifle, lad. Oh. We. Oui. What a... It... How much do I owe you? At the moment, nothing. It is a oh. test... A prototype. It has every possibility to explode under strenuous use. Therefore, you will be my guinea pig. I love guinea pigs. They're really chewy. Oh. Uh, 
I oh, no. really wish I hadn't heard that. Um, <laughs> Name I, of the video. <laughs> no. What, I wish I hadn't heard that. No, guinea pigs are really chewy. No. Uh, I have added the weapon to your inventory, Pez. Hooray. That is awesome. Kind of jealous. <laughs> I am excited to hear what you are able to do with this. And any feedback you may have, I will take into consideration. Borger now speaks up, grabbing his own tankard of ale. Oi, and to you, Brick. I really don't envy the task ahead of yous, but neither Chamali or myself are up to the task of going out to the Tepetal Mountains anymore, especially with them nasty elemental buggers running around. At the moment, Gemini is off doing her own business for us, but hopefully she will be back in time either to join yous, or perhaps even meet you out there when the time comes. So that actually brings up one of the questions I have. When are we going and how? Honestly, that's up to you, lad. You've finally made it here. We have a ship off the coast. What will take you across the way? Unfortunately, with our patch with Seto, none of our new flying ships, and he kind of has like a kind of like, <laughs> kind of grin like, <laughs> yeah, we're awesome. With our patch with Seto... We're not allowed to fly them over her waters, but once you get across the ways to the mountains, you'll be able to go up and traverse the area with them instead. So hmm. You're looking at the better part of a day's travel to get from here to the mountains themselves, if you have a unfavorable wind. But honestly, you can leave whenever you like. So, so, wait. We're going back in the water. Unfortunately, Zana's that's the only way to get to the mountain range, I. Zod is like, <clears throat> the, the, the mug is up. Jugga, 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 jugga. He is purposely keeping it there. <laughs> it's dead. And now we know we can kill them. It's more than one. I know there's more than one, but now we know we can kill them. <sighs> well, this conversation happening in front of the two craftsmen, and I look over and like, we had a little bit of um trouble. There was an extra dimensional asshole. Big tentacles. Trying to get Kasumi. <clears throat> Liar. I actually drew a picture. Here. Uh Borger comes over, takes it with the one hand and looks at it. That's a right nasty beastie though I've not laid my eyes on a four. Oy. Well, unfortunately, there's no real way to get to the mountain range apart from crossing the waters. Buddy. We'll be fine. I mean, we could most likely kill it again. But your crew should probably be ready, just in case. I have a sudden sense that I'm going to be needed at Ferns quite a lot within the next day. I don't think we can take the, the uh, wagon with us. I would highly recommend against that. These uh, 
The Tepetl Mountains, they're, they, they aren't like normal mountains. They're more rocky spires what jut up out of the water. Ah, they are enhanced mountains. The spaces between them are watery. To get across from them, you either need to take one of our smaller skiffs or traverse some of the rope bridges. Oh, sign me up. Um, you wouldn't happen to have like a magical way of teleporting us back to the wagon, like a, a circle that we could draw on the wagon to where we can just teleport back to it whenever we would like. Pez. Zahn's gonna poke Pez in the side of the head and point at Brick. Without costing any... my ring finger. <laughs> well, I mean, without taking a week to recharge. That would be fine. If you mean teleportation circles, to inscribe one into a location takes a year to do. And the Never location mind. must remain stationary. Your home moves. Yep. Forget I said that. <clears throat> this clear juice that you gave me? Wonderful. I'm seeing unicorns. You can have another? And he comes over with the bottle, mm. and he's already got another full ale mug, and he's just... Hmm? Yes, please. Glug, 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 glug. Um... Second question. <clears throat> Sounds like you might need us to stock up on more than just supplies for myself if I'm to have more others. To be quite honest with you, lad, I think you and Gemini might be our last for a bit, just until we can really iron out all the designs and sort of question ourselves if we really want to uh... play Iron God. Oh, that's an excellent way to put it. Not that we regret anything, of course, but... Don't want to be bringing undue attention to ourselves by trying to create life again. Not to mention, it'll take a fair bit of our intellect to be tinkering around with what's left of ye. <clears throat> but... If what you say is true about the uh, dangers what await you in the open waters, you're more than welcome to wait here in Chichimec until Gemini comes back. She's quite skilled in the arcane, and she's been to the Tepetl Mountains more than once. She'd be able to transport you there on her own, I'm sure. How when do you think things? she'll be back? Can I tell you? Could be tonight, could be tomorrow. Well, but not with not like a week or so. She'll it'll be like a day or two. Barring any sort of interruptions or anything that would get in the way of her duties, <laughs> I'm okay with waiting. Well, she I, look look at, I look at everyone else. I mean, no offense to Brick or any of the other creations, but she's bar none one of the most beautiful things I've ever crafted. Did you give her more gold? We didn't give her more gold. It's hard to explain. You'll see in time. Don't worry, lad. All right. <clears throat> well, oh. <laughs> Sanj walks up to break. 
It's okay, Brick. People still love you regardless of how much better she looks than you. I mean, it, I, I, I could tinker with you. I, I could hammer some dance out of you. I, I could, I, I make you look like Jimmy. This shit is good. I, I appreciate the offer, Pez. Actually, he brings Jiminy? up a good. Jiminy. Yep. <laughs> Uh, he brings up a good point. Since we are already tinkering around with my with myself, is it possible to make a few changes? At this current point in time, lad, I don't think that would be the best of ideas. Oh, I just meant like on the outer shell. As I said, if we're Fair going enough. to start pulling you apart. We'd prefer to do it all in one go. Oh, no, no, I, I meant when we get the supplies, not the, not right now. Oh, of course, once you get the supplies, we'll, we'll tell you, tear you apart and do our best to get you put back and on par with Gemini. Sweet. I have notes. Well, share them, lad. No time like the present. We've got time to kill. Uh, well, you said Gemini was more arcane. She seemed to be dabbling more into the arcane, I. I appreciate the sort of soldier programming you gave me, but I've found that my aptitude is more towards, or I think would be better served toward defending than attacking. Uh, magic is already kind of started pushing me that way as a way to fulfill that of my own desire. It's kind of hard to explain, but uh, we might be able to help it along a bit. I think we can work our way towards that. A little bit more of the arcane as well, but uh, and maybe a little and it kind of looks down as like, I appreciate the um the mix of the two cultures but I feel like as Aslan might be lacking just a bit as you you, you see you see Borger put his hand to his head and goes oh lad you wound me you want to take out your dwarven heritage and he just like looks away all dramatic no, no, like and just takes no, a no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> like he is guilt tripping the fuck out of you <laughs> no no I'm perfect I, I look great the way I'm, never mind <laughs> Thought the smack breaks back hard. Ow! What? What is it? Ow! The other one's. Ow! <laughs> Question mark. Um. Do not insult your fathers. He he kind of uh like brings the the tanker down and gives you like a sly little wink like ah I gotcha. We'll be sure to have uh, Gemini keep an eye on you as well. Sort of uh, assess what's been going wrong with you. Nothing against what you're what you've reported, but being that she's also like you, and she might be able to give us a little bit more insight of what might be going wrong. By all means. There's um, a quiet poofing noise and a little fizzling of what sounds like arcane energy 
and you hear a soft voice say, if you keep saying my name, you are bound to summon me eventually. Don't you fucking dare. <laughs> you, you look behind you. Okay, we're good. <laughs> and there's a tall figure in rich blue flowing robes, the whole the a hood pulled up, and you see bright white porcelain looking uh, skin or body. The hands are covered in black gloves, and there's a elegance to the way she walks. She's not as tall as Brick, but she is still much taller than the rest of you. And as she approaches, she gives a nod first to Chamali and Borgrier, um, Amantakali, or, or sorry, Amantakatl, Borgrier. And brother. Sister. Yamini. Daughter. <laughs> you see her slowly turn way. to look towards you, Zon, and there's a look of confusion. Uh, adopted father. She lifts the hood up and puts it back over her shoulder. Water kind of sloughs off onto the floor. And you see, you notice that a fair bit of her is relatively wet. Um... And you, you begin to see now what Borger was saying, that she wasn't given gold. But you see that there are um, cracks in her skin, and they appear to have been uh, filled in with gold. And as she kind of loosens the, her traveling cloak, you can see that there's running blue paint that's kind of streaking down uh, the upper part of her chest where it looks like some sort of design had been painted. Um, and atop of her head, unlike you that has the nice comb and the feathers, she seems to have some sort of hair braided and hanging long down the sides. I was waiting for that sound. <laughs> <laughs> that is too cool! I am so she's, sad to she's say. She's not even. Hmm? So, she, sorry, just a clarification. She's not even like metal almost at all in the outer chassis. She's porcelain and gold inlay. That's it. It really appears cool. to be porcelain, knowing the Aslans and their capability of working materials, unlike any other um, mm -hmm. other uh, the regions and kingdoms. There's probably more to it to her than just regular porcelain there's um, probably tougher than it would look mm -hmm. right so I am sad to say that we cannot leave today I had some run-ins and she kind of pulls her glove off and rolls up her long sleeve and you can see that there's a, a chunk of porcelain that's missing and you can see some dark metal underneath I have repairs to make, and my spells are depleted. But after a recharge, we may leave. Two. And she kind of looks towards towards Brick, and you can see like a wry little grin, like she's been waiting to say this, to fix the defect. 
Sanji <laughs> starts laughing hard. <laughs> I like her. I like her a lot. Adopted. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> it's good to meet you. It is good to meet all of you as well. But as I said, I have repairs to make. Have a good night. I will see you in the morning. And she turns, kind of glances at the rest of you, uh, giving a nod to each of you, though she hasn't been like fully properly introduced. She does take the time to give Kasumi and Pez and Zan a polite bow. Um, she looks at Brick and then darts out. <laughs> Does she actually have like some sort of appendage? Or you tongue? see com- Do you mean the word compared, compared to you, she appears to have a nose and she stuck a tongue out at you. That's, oh, that's <clears throat> wild. Okay. That's Hey, Brick. That is interesting. Hey, Brick. Yes? She looks nose in you. She what? She looks nose in you. She looks like a teapot. She, she looks, looks parody. Noah's than me? What are you saying? Noah's than you. Noah. Oh, okay. Newer. <laughs> yes, I'm saying it with an accent. I know. I know. I'm, try- I'm trying to help him. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, newer. I mean, I was first. She was technically third. So, yeah. Just ask me, and we will trade you in for the new model. <laughs> I think Brick looks cooler. No. He looks like a teapot. She Coming from is... the one who drinks out of a teapot more than any of us, I think you'd like the teapot more. No. That is. She is Kazumi has like a weird expression on her face right now. <laughs> She's she almost seems like. <laughs> Annoyed. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> She's been very quiet. <laughs> are, are, is it like really obvious that you're annoyed? <clears throat> She's being very uncharacteristically quiet. And granted, she was already kind of in a sour mood thanks to Zon. <laughs> but when the other Warforge walked in, she got a little huffy. And then she was just kind of quiet. She got and... protective. <laughs> <laughs> and then now she's just like, <laughs> You hear at this point, Chamali, who, or Chamali, who had been quiet the whole time, something bothers the spirit. Kasumi. Tell me what? what bothers you. What do you mean? You need not lie in front of me. I guess I just don't understand why everyone's swooning over her. I'm not swooning she, over. No, no offense to your design, but she does look like a porcelain teapot. The flowers kind of do that, you know? He kind of lifts his golden hand and, and kind of forced on and says, To be fair, that is her doing. She p- 
paints them herself as she sees fit, sometimes flowers, sometimes clouds, but her duties, and he kind of like gestures at the, the like wet puddle, and the weather washes them away. She will have hmm. something new by the morning. Interesting. What, uh, if I may inquire, what inspired her particular formation? The, uh, I believe it's probably not porcelain, but the porcelain-like material was an interesting choice. It was an attempt to let her channel more magic than being able to brute force as you are with a more rugged, larger design. We needed something, for lack of a better word, porous, for the mm. magic to channel better. While she may look porcelain as, and he looks towards Kasumi, a teapot, she is still capable of sustaining significant damage before malfunction. Hmm. Cool. Not as much as brick, of course. Yeah, that if, she, if she could, then I would really be impressed. I think the you're looking for is jealous. Or angry. No. So you would not be jealous. When you are the, when you are the first, they are more than likely to make something better. That is just how invention goes. The first gun is not as good as the tenth. Son just looks at Pez, who's still probably stroking his new ego. <laughs> yeah. As as Pez just pulls out gun after gun after gun after gun after gun and just has a lap full of guns, and he's like, yes. <laughs> Call me Doom Guy. <laughs> Pez Guy. I... That just reminds me, I really had a, an image in mind for Brick before I really hammered in what I wanted. I was going to make him basically um, not Iron Man, but War Machine. <laughs> just have mm. like the rail gun on his shoulder. <laughs> but that didn't quite work out. Well, she is, uh, what's that? The Gemini? She is very interesting. I don't know. I think that time will tell to see uh, each of their differences. Ah, uh, what is the Define them? As we have asked her to assess Brick, I would very much appreciate the four of you assessing Gemini as well. And even Borgir speaks up, it's like, I, we've heard reports of her from others and from herself. And we are fully aware of how powerful she is, but you lot have done far more than the average Aslan or anyone really. You would be a fantastic bit of data to really let her know, let us know how she's done, where she could improve. How, mm -hmm. how long has she been online? Uh, he looks over at Chamali and he's kind of looking up as if calculating two months two and a half maybe if you include testing 
<clears throat> oh, like Zon crosses his arms and I wouldn't say gets serious, but gets more inquisitive. So, what kind of magic does she specialize in? Give me a minute. I kind of forgot. <laughs> While you're doing that, Brick's gonna kind of almost be thinking out loud without realizing that he's talking out loud. Um, sure. Only two and a half, but she already seems more adjusted to sentience than I was at that time. I had more trouble processing mm, the emotions of being sentient. I more than often fell back on base programming. So, so that is... You have been with us the whole time. Sorry? You have been with us the whole time. She has been with countless people from her country from what it sounds like, so... You can most likely pick up on the cultural behavior as well as more social cues than a group of us, which you have to pick up on uh, four to five different countries' social cues, as well as quirks and uh, we don't interact like a regular um, like a town or a. Uh, city would interact and to be quite fair lad you were no offense i've said it before i apologize you were never meant to be you you were meant to be a test to eventually get us to what gemini is oh no i i concur i was just saying that is a good sign that she is progressing faster in sentience i and i i say this with the utmost respect to pez as well we were able to send her to some of the finest schools to learn culture and all and whatnot over there in uh, the capital of Quatl. She was able to learn a bit more than just being thrown right into the field and expected to survive on your own. What you've done is, is no small feat. I honestly am not sure she'd have survived like that had it happened to her. Just from her lack of sturdiness you can take a hit and get back up again if she had been put in your i believe you said you were chomped by a tyrannosaurus at one point yeah that one hurt a lot i would bet me bottom copper jim and i would not have been able to tough it through such an ordeal now granted these days she might be able to just vaporize the beastie but uh, she's a very powerful caster. She's uh, She tends to lean more towards the supportive roles of aiding and assisting and all, but she's no slouch when it comes to the firepower either. And what kind of firepower are we talking about? Fire? Rocks? <laughs> does she seem to be more innately bound by magic, or does she have to study before a spell comes to her? Corner like yourself, how we've had uh, a fair bit of data loaded into your brain noodle there. She as well was given quite a bit of knowledge and more or less given full reign of how she wanted to pursue her existence. And she seemed to lean more towards the spells. So once we learned of that, that's more when we changed her outward appearance to be less sturdy and more delicate and magically adept. Uh, it was at that point that we 
gave her access to spells that she'd be able to safely manage. Okay. I was I was basically trying to ask, like in game speak, is does she seem to be more sorcerer? Right. She's wizard? more a sorcerer. I was I was more trying to, okay. to keep things less. No, you're good. Out of character she's a sorcerer. Either way. <laughs> yeah. Out of character she is a sorcerer. Okay. Hmm. Well, I'm more than happy to keep my eyes. Oh, sorry. Oh, that was just a cool, I believe, from Pez. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I would be more happy to keep an eye on her when it comes to spellcasting, so I don't have expertise in all spells. I can at least then to Silva. We would both highly appreciate any and all aspects of her abilities out on the field most of the time she goes solo so we are interested in how she deals with a team especially one team quite as experienced as and he kind of pauses a minute and counts the four of you our uh, fifth member was recalled by her deity pressing urgent matters Ah. Zon frowns visibly he kind of sees the general sort of like mood and goes sorry to hear that but still any sort of teamwork or any adjustments or honestly I wouldn't be too terribly lacking in in the moment instructions should she get a wee bit out of line with the Latias as far as I'm concerned this is your your task your mission she should be taking instructions from the lot of you. Oh, frankly, I am looking forward to seeing how the two warforged of the world collaborate. Right. Well, as Gemini said, a long rest will do us wonders. We have places set up for the lot of you to stay. Make yourselves comfortable. And we'll speak again in the morning. Jamali uh, seems to struggle just a little bit getting up. He kind of like has to get a couple real goes at it to get the (laughs) momentum and his big shell up out of the chair he's in. I wish you all a good evening. And that's pretty much it. And he just begins waddling his way on out. Is there anything anyone would like to do before we wrap up for the evening? Rest. Rest. Sleep. Kasumi, anything? Just gonna pout? <laughs> oh, she's not pouting, per se. Mm. She was just being a little sassy. Pouting. <laughs> okay. Well, with that being said, you are escorted to your rooms. Uh, if you wish to share a room with uh, uh, one of your companions or all, depending on how you want to divvy it up. You are able to have your own separate rooms if that makes you more comfortable. However you wish to um, divvy up, you are given such accommodations. You bed down for the evening. It's it's fairly warm, but not in an uncomfortable way. Um, sleep, fine. Yeah, sleep comes easy. And... That's where we're going to end for the evening. So thank you all so much for watching us. If you're watching us live, um, glad we were able to get this done and not have to skip two weeks. Any closing comments, concerns, announcements? 
Tune in next week to see what the rest of them come up with while I'm on a road trip. Okay, right. So, uh, Join the Discord. Links are down below in the descriptions if you're interested in kind of keeping up with what we're doing as things are happening. Uh, I'm pretty sure we can get someone to get a one-shot ready to go for the next one. If not, maybe we'll just do a longer form or another Pez Plays or Metallurgy Magic. We'll see how things go. Um, But again, I hope you have a fantastic rest of the week uh, or weekend, depending on when you're seeing this. Stay safe. Happy holidays. Travel safe if you are traveling. Don't be dumb. And we'll see you the next time you go live. Good night, everybody! Bye! Bye! Happy holidays! Thanks for listening to the Fools and Flagons podcast. If you enjoyed this past adventure of the Tales of Archeron, you can catch us live on Fridays at twitch.tv forward slash foolsandflagons.